Okay, and welcome to Critapocalypse episode 114. Mm-hmm. Is it really? 115. 115. Holy shit. How the time flies. So, we've been doing this for 115 years. How do you feel? Now that now that the world is a desolate wasteland and we don't really have... Well, I, I mean, they are people, but mostly they're monsters that live underground. Cannibalistic, some of them. Most of them, in fact. They do dwell a lot underground as well. well so. Brexiteers. No. Chuds. Ah. But close enough, I'm pretty sure that the Brexiteers sold the country out to the Chuds early into Brexit because they said that they would start a trade agreement without any tariffs. Little did they know there were tariffs they'd be involved in, in negotiations, and our food would have tariffs on it. Ah, Brexiteers. I mean Chuds. I get the two mixed up so often. Mm. Oh, God. Fucking Brexit. Anyway, Ant, how are you doing this week? You're just waiting for me to press the button, aren't you? How are you doing this week? Go on, just do it. If you're going to do it, get us copyright strike. Oh, look at it. Yeah, I got to come and ride a toy. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you're playing with it right now. Yeah, and it's really clever how the battery's hidden, isn't it? How is the battery hidden? But you have to twist that and pop it off. Yeah. And there's like a little button. Yeah. And you press the button. Yeah. And it goes, boom. And then the batteries fall yeah. out everywhere. It's really so like clever. any other toy. Yeah, it's really clever. I like how it's hidden. Without That's having a cool. compartment on the back. And it's it's too difficult for a child to get into it. You know what? They say that visual medias can't be can't be translated over to audio. But they were fucking wrong, weren't they? I bet this is riveting. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> I need to get the belt. So, Ant, is anything interesting happening in your life? Is there any, any new revelations? I mean, we had DRM Doom on the Switch. That was fucking pointless, wasn't it? That was like um, a I got ago. a Kamen Rider toy. You got a Kamen Rider toy. We had DRM on mm-hmm. the Switch. We had Doom 3 finally released on the Switch, so you can now play Doom 3 on the go! I got a Ranger key, but it doesn't matter. You got a Ranger key, but you don't have a key, a lock for it to go into. Um, it's not a lock, it's a, it's a phone, it's a Go Mobile. So, yeah, because all mobiles have keys that you plug into them and turn Mobile Pirate, Mobile Pirate, Mobile Pirate. It's a, the Pirate. Yeah. The... yeah, it makes absolute sense to me. Um, we found out a little bit more about the Marvel slate. That was all at E3, not E3, that was all at, um, at Comic Con, whatever. We haven't had a podcast since then, so I feel we might as well bring it up. Don't care. Is there anything you're excited about? No. Blade? You always bet on black. Or Blade. Betting on black is from fucking Passenger 57. I know, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes, who played Blade, who would free, he refused to open his eyes at the end of Blade, Blade Trinity. So he CGI'd his eyes. Yeah. Blade from What We Do in the Shadows, the TV series. Yeah. Blade. He also starred alongside Dave Bautista in that series. So, is there anything you have been interested in? Anything interesting happened in your life? Have you done anything crazy? It's not the whole point of the podcast to talk about things we've been doing. Well, no, but this is like general life shit. So we do this first, and then we go into the like the main work. review parts. What? We don't work. All right, cool. And then the first sleep. So I guess I'll go first then this this week because it's my turn to go first, and we have an order of things. And if we break the order, then the chuds get us. I mean the Brexiteers again. I'm getting them mixed up. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. People who voted for Brexit. It's real easy to do, isn't it? It's just a slip of the tongue. Mm. Look at Nigel Farage. No, I'd rather not. I was going to say, he looks like a melted action figure, doesn't he? I like that, that photo after the, plane, after the helicopter crash. Oh, the plane no, it's crash. a plane crash, and he's just yeah. like wobbling around in the field like a fucking zombie. Yeah, that's funny. God, I wish he died. Anyway, so let's... Uh, first thing I'm going to review this week, it's an oldie but a goodie. It's a classic. It's an absolute bang-zinger on the Nintendo Switch Do You know what I've been playing? Uh, I don't know. Doom 3? No, of course it wasn't Doom 3. Terrible guess, Ant. You're terrible at this. No, it's Sniper Elite Volume 2. 
The classic. Sniper Elite Volume 2. The classic, you said. Sniper Elite Volume 2. Why are you not gasping with 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 just sheer excitement? <gasps> I love that game. It's the classic bollock shooting shooter. Yeah. You're a sniper dropped into Nazi Germany and it's up to you and your trusty long steel shaft to take down those fucking menaces. It's essentially... Sniper Elite V2 came out like 10 years ago. All right, look, and I don't judge you for how you play video games. It's out on the Switch. It runs great. Yeah. 720p, 60 frames per second. 720p. That's the maximum resolution of the screen. In handheld mode. Yeah. Yeah, the Switch puts out 1080p on TV. You could play Who like plays that. a fucking Switch on the TV? About 70% of people primarily play on the TV. No, it's the other way around, actually. No, it's not. It is not. Is it not? No. Well, it used to be. No. Well, anyway, I play the Switch on the go, because I am a hip-happening woman about the world doing my busy, busy woman stuff. And sometimes I don't get the chance to ride a horse or a bicycle after my heavy flow. So I have to sit there and play the Switch. Why are you looking at me like that? You, you, you know, I'm just going to let that, what you said sit there. Yeah? For a while, yeah. Alright. That's how I usually deal with it as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, you know the story. Why are you clicking the thing? You know the story. I accidentally clicked the mouse. You know the Fucking story. Idiot. Nazis bad. American guy. And a few other characters that you can unlock along the way. Good. Shoot Nazis. Kill them. Because they're racist cunts. No one likes Nazis. I'm going to give it a Tom Selleck. Is that what you're going to say? That's all the rest of the game. I mean, yeah. That's that's kind of it. Like you said, it's a 10-year-old game. Man. I don't want to waste your time talking about a 10-year-old game. You seem quite angry that I'm reviewing in the first place. I just don't want to... You prefer waste... talking to 10-year-olds rather than about them. I mean, if they're Nazis, I prefer shooting them with a sniper rifle. Do you remember the episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they found out they went to Nazi like the weird little Hitler youth camps? Where they've got the they've got the the projection, they put it on, and they're like, "Oh, do you remember that guy? He got us so fired up. Oh, what did he get us fired up about?" And then they go, "Oh, look, there's audio," and they flip the switch, and he's he's just expunging this in, incredibly racist, hateful rhetoric. And then Fox News are reporting on a daily basis, and people mm. go to his rallies and shout, "Send them home!" Despite the fact they're shouting at a second generation American who is less American than the people that he's saying, "Let's send them home," because he's a racist cunt and America's broken. And that was always sunny in Philadelphia. I mean, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Totally, totally. And you remember the episode where they voted to leave Europe because of a racist idiot who, you know, manipulated them behind the scenes, and then Russia got involved. God, they've got some complex episodes of that program. And your review? About Sniper Elite V2. I already said it's fucking great, dude. <laughs> going to detail? Yeah, okay. No. <laughs> so, it's a bit of a spoiler, but you know there's DLC content where you can kill Hitler? Yeah. Do you remember what's funny about the DLC content? So, what is Sniper Elite kind of famous for? It's like the X-ray kill cam that you get. Being you- boring. Well, no, it's the X-ray kill cam that you get when you like get a particularly good shot and you yeah, take out yeah. like an organ and stuff. You're gonna say that Hitler's got like one ball. Yeah. yeah. So when you go to shoot Hitler, he's only got one testicle. I don't think he does. The, I know it doesn't in real life, but why not make the man a joke? Basically, have him remembered for a false fact. It's like when you eventually played a game where you kill everyone who voted for Brexit. If Rod Stewart, I don't know if he does support Brexit or not. When you shoot him, his stomach will be full of cum. Because you remember the old rock and roll rumour that he had to have his stomach pumped because it was so full of cum one day? I mean, now, yeah. That's yeah, you true. remember that? Yeah, it's true. Like the him, having no, it's the guy from Frankie Goes to Hollywood. No, that was, that was Roger Stewart. That was the... Was it? Yeah, it was a, apparently David Bowie started the rumour. Ah. Yeah, they were friends. Well, David Bowie probably did it. <laughs> David Bowie probably there. saw that cum. And Mick Jagger, apparently. Put it there in Slash's mum's stomach. Uh, his baby gravy. Yeah. 
Anyway. Slash hated David Bowie because David Bowie was almost his stepdad. Really? Yeah, David Bowie used to date Slash's mum. <laughs> Slash hated him. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Back when Slash used to live in Stoke-on-Trent. <laughs> Back in the day. Mm. God, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Slash was born in the UK. He was, yeah. 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 It's not David Bowie's son, though. No. Let's dance. Probably one of the Boomtown Rats. Probably. Tell me why I don't like Bowie. <laughs> Alright, your turn. My turn. Your turn. What am I going to be? A thing. No. Oh. Um... Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you want me to tell you? What have you watched? I don't know. I've been asleep most nights. Talk to me about it. Oh. Talk to me about your sleep. Write your dreams. Nobody cares about your dreams. Talk your dreams. Speak your truth. Nobody cares about your dreams. Please stop talking about your dreams. I played Virtual Racing. Okay, cool. Which one? You so, Virtual Racing. Yeah, you mean on the Sega 32, actually? No. On the Switch. What? I got Virtual Racing. It's on the Switch. Yeah. How much was it? Like six ninety nine or five ninety nine. That's too much. That's too much. Sega Ages. One of those. That's too much for Virtual Racing. No, it's not. Virtual Racing is great. How many tracks are in Virtual Racing? Three. That's all you need. So it was six ninety nine. Yeah. Crash Team Racing is going to be free soon with microtransactions. It's not going to be free. (laughs) No, I'm joking. Buy the. I'm joking that it's going to be like it's going to be like a mobile game because it's got microtransactions, but that's not true. Virtual Racing doesn't. No, Virtual Racing was before microtransactions. No, the microtransactions was you paid a pound to play the game. Yeah, in the arcade. Yeah. You're not talking about the Mega Drive, not talking about the 32X or the Sega CD version, you're talking about the arcade version. I mean, the Mega Drive one you can get for like a fiver now, so that's basically a microtransaction. it does not work. It does. Virtual Racing on the Mega Drive is really good. It is, it's really good. It's like 20 frames. Yeah, it's um, freaking Marvel. That game on the Mega Drive. Yeah, it's a Marvel that it it works at all. Fucking kids today. It's great. Jesus Christ. Back in my day, we had Rise of Robots. No. And Clay Fighters. Yeah, exactly. There you go. You're not exactly a judge of Donkey good Kong. quality there. Like, freaking... Anyway, Virtual Racing Kong. on the Switch. Tomba. It's one of M2's Sega Ages. They've ported yeah. the arcade game to cool. the Switch. You can play up to eight players split screen on When am I going to get thing. Outrun 2 again? Because my Xbox copy doesn't work on it. You can get Outrun on Switch. No, but I want Outrun 2. Well, then buy it. It's not available anymore. You can get it on the PlayStation Store out on Coast to Coast PS2 version. Can you get it on PS4? Possibly, I don't know. Yeah, I think it is. But no, the virtual racing, anyway. You mean you're friggin' just. Uh... Talking with those words. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the port of the arcade game, but they've they're basically. Like, they've made it all widescreen and stuff, and it runs super smooth and all that yeah, sort of thing. It's, it's but it's, actually on it's a console straight now, up the arcade game. It's not on a fucking calculator. But it has, like, um, it has like the Grand Prix mode where you can do 30 lap races and stuff. And, what? You know, which is fun. You can choose the colour of your car in that. Um, you can have up to eight players split screen on one console, even in handheld mode if you want to squint at the screen. Um, it's quite good a two and three player split screen. You can realign the way the screen's orientated. So, like, if you're playing in handheld mode, you can, like, put the switch vertically between you and have the screens facing opposite directions. So it's facing towards each of you and stuff, which is nice. You can have motion controls and stuff. All sorts of little things I've added to it. It's got online play as well. What now? Why are you looking at the arcade machines? You're not going to buy... That's way too much for an arcade machine. <gasps> but I can get it. No. Oh. But, um, yeah, they've done a really good job with it, the virtual racing. It's got friggin'... It just brings back lots of memories because I used to play Virtual Race in the arcades a ton. Like it was, it was everywhere in the arcades. It was that, it's like one of the last rallying cries of the arcade. 
dun, industry dun, 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 when they were like desperate to get people's eyes on arcade games, so they would make them big and flashy and everything. And I played the played the big old cabinet with the Formula One car that swung around the place. Oh yeah, I played the smaller one, which was just like the seat version, where they had like a link up of eight virtual racing machines on it, and you could play against each other. Um, you could play this online, but I've tried searching for random online matches and no one's playing. But um, it was also three a.m., so it could also be why. But um, yeah. It's it's really good. It's probably the best. It's good, well, it's definitely the best home version of Virtual Racing. Yeah, because none of the other um, ones worked. They're all good, except for the Sega Thirty Two X version. They're all good. No, they didn't run properly. They ran fine. You freaking weirdo! The Thirty Two X version doesn't even have like the extra stuff in it. The Sega Saturn version's got all the extra bits. Oh, the Sega Saturn version. Yeah, yeah, because everybody had a Sega Saturn. I've got a Sega Saturn, literally sitting directly above one right now. Can we play it? No, no, oh. you're not allowed to play it. Um. <laughs> But no, it's a really, really good port of virtual racing. Only yeah. a few quid. Those take ages. They Switch seem pretty tight, great. don't they? They're really nicely I made. I don't know if you remember on the 3DS they released that Sega 3D Masterworks thing. Yeah. And it had They're like Strider and stuff. Yeah. Really, really good conversions. Well, they did. That was Capcom did Strider. Strider Sega didn't make Strider. Oh, Capcom wait, no. I'm thinking Strider, you fool. What's the, uh, what's the one where you're running? Was, they did loads of them on there. there. Space yeah, Harrier. Outrun was Space, Space Harrier. Harrier. That's the one. Freaking yeah. Know anything about video games? Yeah, probably not. Clearly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Virtuation. You want some old-fashioned stuff? I like the pit crew animation. That was a major thing back in the day. The major things in virtuation was they had animated pit crew, like 3D animated pit crew, and you could change the camera view, which was a massive deal because that wasn't a thing in racing games. I can't believe it. Wasn't a thing back then. I cannot believe it. Yeah, I am. Um, wow. So cynical. Friggin' cynical. <laughs> do you know anything about the history of video games? I mean, I do. No, no. Pong, Pac-Man, yeah. Pistorius. Give us Oscar the, Pistorius Oscar game. Pistorius. The, that was Sniper Elite V3, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had to take him out before he killed a woman in the bathroom. Hmm. Oh, God. We're going to go to hell. Probably. Yeah. I don't like him. Who does? He's a twat. Yeah. No, no. It's good. Virtual yeah, Racing, good. give it a go. Yeah. Eight-player split screen, though, man. That's nuts. The only other game I can think of that's done eight-player split screen is Street Racer on the PS1. Do you know a fun fact about, uh, about that game? What? what now? So, when they first showed it to people in cinemas, they hadn't seen anything quite like that. So, as soon as the car started coming towards the screen, yeah. they all got yeah, out of the cinema and they ran away. Because yeah. they thought it was going to come out. Like virtual Racing or Street Racer? It might have been a video of a train. There was a train arriving at friggin' Thingy Station. I've forgotten the name of it. Um, but it was one of those really early ones by the Lumiere brothers. Yeah, it was, yeah. And they were the ones who created Sega Racing. See, the, one of the first films was a bunch of people leaving work at the mine. It wasn't quite as scary as the train one. I don't know. Poverty's pretty scary. Well, poor now. Yeah, because of Brexit. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. I'm going to be a bean miner. What are you going to do You're after You're going to be a beaner. Bean miner. Don't we go into the mines That's to get racist. beans. What? Beaners. No, bean miner. You're gonna mine beans. Yes. How you is don't that mine so... beans. Beans means Heinz. Jeez. Just learn about beans. All right. I'm gonna have to once the Great Depression starts. Great Depression two. Three. <laughs> Which one are we on now? We're on four. Ah. Yeah. Great Depression four, but it's four point isn't it? That's the name. Sharknado. <laughs> um. All right, is that your review? Yeah, fine. It sounds, it sounds good. It I sounds didn't get good. anything said, but you would know, you recommend that I buy that game? No, because you 
freaking why am I not allowed to play this game man all of a sudden you own the game do you yeah alright yeah I guess you do kind of own a copy yeah but that's on Switch yeah I like when it goes game over I played Mortal Kombat and it went <laughs> you played Mortal Kombat 11 on Switch <laughs> yeah I did yeah. I enjoyed it I still play it sometimes I know right I'm a monster yeah I'm a monster donkey um <laughs> <laughs> okay, my next review is going to be, um, oh God. So you haven't thought it through, have you? Oh, my brain. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. My next review is going to be VRV's show, The Last Man or Last Man. Verve. Verve. Have you heard of Verve? Didn't we, wait, Last Man finished like two years ago, didn't it? All right, and I... review it back then? I, no. What? I've never reviewed Last Man for this podcast. Because it's only available on Verve. Or Verve. So VRV is, it's, well, or Verve. Verve is, a, is an American website where it's a bit like Netflix, but for animated TV programs. Lost Man's not animated. It is. It's not. Yeah. It is. I watched it all. What's the one with thingy in it? Which one? What's his face? Who? The comedian guy. Greg Davis? No. Last Man What's Standing. What's his face? MacGruber. Oh, Last Man on Earth? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a different program, mate. Oh, So Last Man is the story of a talented boxer who uh, who finds himself on the wrong side of a mob... A mob... Uh, 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 I don't know, syndicate. They don't like him very much, basically. Um, so, he, uh, so he gets some help with a very good friend who he's known for the last decade um, to, to sort of quash... Squash, squash, squash the beef, to pound the beef, squash the beef. What's the expression? I don't know what you're on about. All right. Anyway, to uh, to stop it escalating, he has his friend talk to the mob, and he smooths things over. Um, whilst this is all happening, his friend is. Uh, <coughs> whilst you're right, war went down my throat. Funny, hanging on the back word. Coke, um, rather. So, so yeah. So he 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 <coughs> his friend Dave. Uh, he sort of smooths things over. But then, oh, he's killed by a man with electricity powers. What? Yeah, yeah. That's not a real thing. Electricity powers. And uh, and so our hero, whose name is... Oh, you really enjoyed the show. You can remember the names. I really fucking loved it. And I can't remember any of the names. It's Tim. It's not Tim. Greg. Fuck it. Anyway, it's a fight anime. It's a fight anime, but it's about... It's anime. It's, well, it's kind of anime. It's like uh, a French company that made it. It's made by Mondo. Do you remember Mondo that did Happy Tree Friends? Oh. Uh, well, this isn't Happy Tree Friends. This is like an actual story arc and, and narrative. And there's like... Uh, there's a... Yeah. Basically, he finds out the guy has a daughter. His daughter is is being cared for by, by his brother, her uncle, technically. Um, and uh, And... He has to administer a serum to her because if he doesn't, then something bad happens. He finds out the serum is made from the hearts of demons that have been transported to Earth. We find out why later on in the series. And well, um, where else are you going to transport demons to? Uh, you know, you know how it goes. Demons don't go to Western Superman. They go to. They don't go to. Uh, they don't go to Milton Keynes. That's where Superman goes. It's Earth. Verve and Verve. <laughs> You said they transport into Earth. Milton Keynes yeah, is Earth. on Earth. Earth. Uh, you should have said they don't go to like Rigel Six or Cassiopeia. 
you know, space planets and moons and stuff, you know? They're not going to go to the Alpha sun. Alpha Centauri, Ganymede. They're not, not going to go to the sun and they're not going to go to heaven. And they're the only two things I acknowledge as existing in space because I am a Christian. Come from the planet Christ. <laughs> anyway, all right. So last man. So yeah, he he's real good at fighting. So he fights demons and he gets their hearts so that they can make the serum to keep the, this little girl going. Um, and it turns out that there is a cup being given away in a big fighting tournament. It turns out this cup is actually a uh, is actually an artifact that can open up a a doorway to the Valley of the Kings, which is where the demons come from. You following me? You feel me, bruv? So it's up to our hero to get in this fighting tournament. It's actually a team tournament, so there is like a nice little. There's a there's an episode where he has to basically. There are three people that are up for a role that's supported by the mob because the mob they're kind of like a passive antagonistic role, so they sometimes help, sometimes hinder. But the mob, basically, there are three people that are auditioning and the audition is held on a platform where parts of it drop down and it's the first person to either kill one of the other contenders or to just out-survive one of them. And then once one of them goes down, the remaining two go on to go and find the tournament for the mob. Sounds overly complex. It's it's a really good series. And this is like, you don't get to that point until about 12 episodes in. What? Yeah, they're all like 10, 12 minutes There's long. more than 12 episodes. There's 28 episodes in total. And fuck, I loved every second of it. There is a particular... So I, I'm a big fan of fighty fighty anime, but I'm especially a big fan of fighty fighty anime where someone acknowledges how ridiculous it is when a, when a guy was just like ready to start slugging something. It's going up against a giant monster. And there's a scene in this where there is a demon that, that can like float and, and shoot lasers fighting a giant tendril monster that consumes everything. And they're both like sort of going at it and like shooting at each other and like trying to trying to get one up over each other. And this guy just like he looks down at his fist and he goes, "Oh, I guess, I guess I'm gonna have to kick both your asses." <laughs> and just runs and he picks up a metal pole and he just sort of joins in the fray. And it's and it's funny sort of shit like that where they kind of yeah. it's a self self aware humor. And I just really enjoyed it. It sort of all just flew by, and I I might watch it again. But you actually went to that Verve channel. Yeah, I did. I paid as well. I had to pay for a month. Why? Because I wanted to watch it. Just what? What were you going to say? And you said just download it. Yeah, but like, no one actually uses that verb thing. Well, it, they got one customer now, then, don't they? I'm helping a website. Yeah, out. you're not meant to use it, so they just start uploading to Cartoon Hangover like they used to. Well, no, Cartoon Hangover is on Verve. You have to have. Yeah, Verve but it used to be a YouTube channel, and then they went yeah. and chucked it all on there because they got paid to do it. Yeah, They've got rubbish. a second season of being Poppycat on there. I know, I've seen it, because I back-kicked it on back... Did you get the second season as well? Yeah, because that's what we did on Kickstarter. I thought you only got one season on Kickstarter. No, it was season one had already happened. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah. Well, I got Last Man. I also got Megalobox, and I got to watch Gary and his Demons again. And they're both great seasons, so I really enjoyed that. Uh, but yeah, Last Man. It's I, I really wish it was on something else, because it's... I think this is the kind of thing that people could... Could consume on like a commute and stuff. Or watching it, the poor man's crunchy roll. It's really pretty as well. Mm. It is really nice. Like the animation just to make you feel works. pretty. No, there are some really grotty episodes. Mm. There's one demon in particular. Do you know? Uh, you know in Legion. You know the Yellow King. Yeah. You know his actual form. Yeah, yeah sexy. Yeah. So there's a guy that like he basically he looks like an old man. Potato man with twig legs. Yeah. There, there's an old man that kind of looks just like an old man but with a double chin and mm. a bit of a belly. And he is found in a room where three people have all have heart, had heart attacks at the same time. And um, well, that's down to that bloody 
what's his face? Well, basically, he's he's naked, and so they arrest they arrest him and they take him With away. With his death note, and he um he is revealed to be a demon that gets off on people getting off. So like he feeds. He's almost like a succubus, but like someone who watches people do stuff. And the whole That's episode, a pervert. yeah, basically, it's like the Phil whole, Mitchell. So his the whole episode, thing. he's he's just sitting in his flat, and the police, like, sort of, they're in there investigating. And as they're investigating, his eyes just light up, and they're both just going at it. These two police, and like, and it's like really fucking weird because like it's not like a romantic thing. It's just gross, and it makes you feel gross. And there's a guy who's basically turned up to shoot the demon and steal his heart so they can make the serum. The mm-hmm. uncle guy. Um, and this demon, like the woman, the lady cop, she manages to get a gun because she still has some level of mobility and she tries to shoot the demon. But the demon basically forces, like, forces her lover to move. So she shoots him in the back and doesn't kill him, but like basically knocks him out because the bullet and shit goes in it. And then the guy who's got the, the guy who's about to take the demon out, he's looking through the scope and the demon's eyes just focus on him. And they just light up, and then the next scene is just him in the room now, and they're both like, it's a racing, it's time to stop them from having a heart attack from fucking. Because if a demon's making them fuck. Sounds like something made by perverts. It sounds like something made by perverts, but that's only one episode, and it's the only episode that's like that. There's other episodes where people have sex, and it's romantic, but that's the one that's not romantic, and it's gross feeling. But yeah. For you, maybe. But other than that, the whole of the rest of the season is just really good. I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. Was it there's like 500 episodes? 28 episodes. It's too many. 28 episodes, 12 minutes an episode. And if they have a fight in one episode, it doesn't carry over into the next, which is nice. This is not like Dragon Ball Z. Well, Dragon Ball Z is supposed to have half a season is one fight. Yeah. So it's not like that. It's, it is It is like... And also, it is... Like I said, it's, it is a beautiful series. I rewatched Goblin Slayer recently as well. And again, that's another one of those seasons. That's another anime. I'd that's another anime that's really, really good. And it's and I recommend both. Like, if you don't have VRV, you can watch Goblin Slayer on Crunchyroll. And Goblin Slayer is a similar thing. Like, it starts with a very horrific and difficult to watch episode, where basically a bunch of kids go to go and slay some goblins because goblins in this world are the lowest of the low. You've got like big insects, you've got big rats, and then it goes to goblins, your first like humanoid enemies, and so everybody doesn't they basically you only do the goblin missions when you're like a one star hero and then as you go up you get like different ranks with the top being like uh, being like platinum and like you got silver gold platinum um and so you've got all these kids and they go like we'll go slay some goblins it's like well it's a two star mission like oh we'll just go slay the goblins and then the goblins find them and it turns out the goblins basically are vicious little fucking horrible monsters and they they kill and eat the boys alive, and goblins the women are vegetarian. They kill and eat the goblins, the boys alive, and then the girls they keep because they can breed with the women. Oh, so you've got this first episode where you're hit straight away, like this is the reality of the world, and everybody presumes that these low-level monsters aren't aren't anything to be worried about, but in reality, it's almost like because people ignore them, they they're building in power and strength, and like. You've got different subsets of goblins. So you've got goblins that are just random little fucking hatchlings. And what are you watching anime for? And then you've got goblin champions, which are like big hulking fuckers. And then you've got goblin like goblin generals and things like that. And it, the whole thing is all about there's this one guy that everybody presumes is shit. And he's like kind of a mess. And, and he has like low level stuff and a short sword and all this other shit. But it's all because he is focused entirely on killing goblins. 
because and they give you his backstory. I'm not going to ruin it for you because it's a really good series. Once you get past that first gut punch, it's really fucking good. But um, but yeah, he is he is determined, and he is a silver level hero. It's revealed. Oh, so he's built his way up doing these shitty low level. It'd be like if in World of Warcraft there were missions where you had to kill frogs. And you were just determined to keep killing frogs. And you spent hours and hours killing frogs until you rose up to, like, the highest level you could. And then instead of going on to fight dragons and shit, you just went, God, I fucking hate frogs. make you feel like an idiot. Because in World of Warcraft, you stop getting XP once you're ten levels above whatever enemy you're fighting. Why would that happen? So that you don't sit around in the low-level areas killing all the early mobs. Yeah, but you would still get experience killing stuff. No, you not in Warcraft, you don't. Oh, you just in Warcraft, so... Yeah, right, cool. yeah. So when you're doing so your job for ten years... That episode of South Park, where they get to level 60 killing the boars, yeah. not possible. They would have got to about level 24. Well, that's completely changed my, changed Actually, my view. they would have got to about level 14, and that would have been about it. And they look like idiots. <laughs> Anyway, what both, are we going on about? Anyway, both Goblin Slayer and and The Last Man are really good. Oh, sorry, it might just be Last Man are both really fucking good series, and I've really enjoyed both of them. And I recommend them to anyone who enjoys anime or like adult animation, not porn, obviously. Um, but but yeah, really really fucking good. And especially if like Last Man's really good if you like Buffy and stuff like that. Really weirdly, I got a Buffy vibe from it. And Goblin Slayer is really good if you if you like um, things like Sword Art Online, but you really wish that they weren't linked to the modern day. It was like more just the fantasy realm. They're both both great series, and uh, both of them. I, I wouldn't say they were Tom Atkins. They're definitely Julianne Moore's though. There's no such thing as good anime now, apart from Agaretsuko. That's a fact. That's not a fact. There it is, is good anime. All anime is pervy weird anime. Anyway. And your review. You know, you've been on Crunchyroll. And your review. You scroll through Crunchyroll. You've seen that most of it is pervy and weird anime. Your, well, My Hero Academia. Pervy weird anime. Oh, I saw a girl dressed up as, like, one of the characters from that. Oh, yeah, did you? And, and you got aroused, and that's why you're saying it's pervy. Pervy. <laughs> your review, Ant. What am I going to review? I don't know. What have you done? There's a game called Transcription I played. Yeah, um, it's it's it describes itself as like a twin stick shooter match free game crossover type thing, like a mixture of the two genres. Yeah, um, it sort of is. Um, it's not match free like you know bejeweled or anything. It's more match free like Zuma. Okay, it's very much like Zuma. Um, yeah. So basically, the idea is you pine a little nano medical bot thing inside, you know, culture samples and eventually people's bodies and stuff like that to try and fight some sort of weird artificial virus. That's been formed a bit trauma centery a little bit. Um, and basically, you shoot the viruses, they drop off a little strand of DNA, and in the level, there'll be like a big strand of DNA that's rotating around. Yeah. Different color bits of DNA, and your aim is to match three bits of DNA to sequence the DNA so you can eliminate it and, you know, vaccinate okay. that particular strain. So this is, this is a science fiction game. Yeah. Um, As in, vaccinations don't work because... Yeah, your aim is to give everyone autism. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, okay, good. Rob Schneider, yeah. that's right. It's a neat, neat little like way the way the gameplay shifts back and forth because you're like going from shootery mode to like puzzly mode. And once you pick up a bit of the DNA, the other like all the enemy things that are all like antibodies and whatnot floating around in the body, they see you as one of them because you're carrying a bit of the DNA. Okay. So they leave you for a second. So the gameplay switches to a more passive mode, but you've only got a few seconds to fire it off before it drains your energy and stuff. So you've got to you've got to be quick. Before yeah. it overloads your weapons or whatever, um, and there's like upgrade stuff on it. You can build up, get extra like firepower and stuff like that, and let yourself move quicker around because you're kind of slow moving early on. 
Um, it's a bit of bit of wit injected into the story. Lots of snarky comments and stuff. The main character's a bit of a snarky guy, and he's been left behind to do all the research on his own. Like a good bit while of his, his boss is off somewhere saying, we've got to save all these people, I'm relying on you, and he's clearly bad or something. Mm. Um, and you've got a computer AI that makes jokes and stuff. But she's, you know, doing all the stuff. She's doing all the number crunching. She's doing all the heavy lifting. Doing all the number crunching to figure out what the hell's going on. Oh, okay. Because we don't know what's going on. Um, there's big old boss battles as well, which are kind of neat. They're like just giant microbes with tendrils and stuff, and they'll have like the DNA strands protecting them, so you have to destroy the DNA strands to kill them. Okay. Stuff, break them apart and all that. Um, but yeah, it, it's a nice enough game. It's not really super action-packed as a twin-stick shooter, though, and as a Zuma-type thing, it's like there's a lot of awkward stuff getting in the way of just shooting, the, the you know, matching three, mm-hmm. matching the chains and stuff. Like, you can't let too many of the little DNA strands you have to pick up float around because they start interacting with each other and oh, eventually okay. they'll destroy themselves. All right. So you can't really just keep blasting away and getting so you have chains. So there's like a risk-reward sort of... Yeah, it's, it's just it's a bit slower pace than you might expect. So you can't, like, do the zoomery thing of just shooting away and, you know, matching really quickly. You, you're always going to have a bit of a slow pace. Like, it takes it takes a good, like, five minutes or so to do each stage on it. Um but yeah, it's it's decent enough. It was free on the Switch for a little while if you um, had downloaded certain other games. And okay. Turns out I had apparently, so yeah. <laughs> so I got it for free. Um, but yeah, it's it's a neat little thing. Could do a lot worse. It's nicely polished and you know well made, like polished design and everything, and it looks nice. And yeah, it's got nice detailed like um, hand paint, airbrush paint looking art style to it. Oh, a bit like Akuma. What? Akami. Akami. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, it's just that they've painted the details. Akami's a 3D game. And talking all the stuff is looks like it's been drawn oh. by hand. It okay. doesn't... It, it's not 3D <laughs> models with ink blots all over it. Okay. To make you go, look at art, and we put a paper filter over the screen. Oh, here we go. Blasting Akami. You didn't even call it... You called it Kuma. I mean... I mean, name. for a start, Kuma is a bear... Uh, Akuma is the guy from Street Fighter. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Which series do I play more than any other? Tekken. There we go. <laughs> Which has a character called Wolf. I'm right? so good at Tekken. And do you know what Wolf is in Japanese? I don't remember his name when he was in Gladiators. But it's I'm... Akami. Oh, right. There we go. Fuck's sake, See, I did know what I was talking about. So uh, when are we going to play Tekken? Because I'm in the mood now. Tekken sucks. Fuck you. Tekken sucks. Wrong. And people thought they were getting Metal Snake in Tekken. Yeah, that was weird. And David Hayter said, don't fucking use yeah. my voice. David Hayter said, you guys are dicks. Yeah. Fuck you. Eat dicks. Yeah. All right, I guess it's my next review. I guess, whatever. I'm going to have a nap. I'm going to review La Boys. Uh, Let's hear it for La Boys. Well. Yeah? What? What is this? What's the judgment for? Uh, that's a bit of vomit, that one. Um. You're reviewing your weird pervy shows. Yeah, I am. So, The Boys. boys. And you know about The Boys, don't you? You've read the comics. Did you read the comics? No. Why not? Because I don't... You read Preacher, didn't you? No, you friggin'... Have you not read Preacher either? I can't be arsed. I've got too much other stuff to do. Jesus Christ. Read real comics. All right, so I'm going to... My collection, my collection's eclectic, okay? Oh, look, The Boys. No, I've got The Boys. Yeah, you've got all of the... I've got Blackout... You've got every single comic Black book. Black hole, blankets. You have every single comic book of The Boys and Preacher. Why are they stuck together? <laughs> so, 
Uh, for anyone who isn't aware, The Boys is a comic book series written by Garth Ennis and uh, drawn by Steve Dillon. R.I.P. I guess because he's dead, isn't he? I don't know. Steve Dillon, I think he is. Um, so, uh, so it's a story of a group of guys who are who live in a world where superheroes are a real thing. Oh, yeah, that's original. Yeah, it is. So what was the re- last one you watched that had that premise? I don't fucking know. It was only a little while ago. It was on what Netflix. Was it? Had the big guy with the small head and the, mon- and the monkey. Big guy with the small head and the monkey? Yeah, what was it called? I don't know. Had the monkey guy. The monkey guy? Which monkey guy? And he had some... Had um, Ellen Page in it. Had Ellen Page in it? Yeah. Are you talking about... Um, are you talking about... Um, not Deadly Class. Umbrella Academy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but that wasn't a world where superheroes exist. Did that they was- have superpowers? Well, yeah, but... And did they exist? Yeah, but it was a different... Well, that's a completely different concept. Should we go over what the differences are? Let's do that. That'll be a fun segment for everyone. Okay, so Umbrella Academy is the story of... In a few months, you can talk about Watchmen and be like, it's in the world where superheroes exist. Oh, God. All right, look, and technically only one superhero exists um, in Watchmen. Um, Okay, so, yeah, Umbrella... Osmandias is still a superhero. They're all superheroes. They're just more Batman. Batman's a superhero. Are you going to say Batman's Uh, not a superhero? He's got some great gadgets. Black Cat. Black, cat's Black cat, yeah. Black cat can grow big and strong. No, Black cat's just a boxer who wears. Oh, spandex. you're talking about you're talking about DC. I forgot you're one of those people. Um, <laughs> okay, so yeah, Umbrella Academy is completely different. So Umbrella Academy is about an, an alien scientist who comes to Earth and on his way to Earth, he accidentally releases sixty-seven particles that go throughout the Earth and they cause people to spontaneously become pregnant and give birth to children. Those particles in particular cause an imperfection in the baby which causes them to manifest superpowers around pu- uh, just before puberty. Um, and and he basically tries to collect all the children that have been affected by those particles. Just and the boys? Start, no, this is Umbrella Academy. Oh, and start an Umbrella Academy. Um, and obviously, but they have superpowers. Well, they have superpowers, yeah, but like I'm saying, they're manufactured by him. He's trying to correct his mistake. Oh. And he uses them to help defend the world because although the 67 were in, were accidentally created, he was going down to Earth with the intention of, of giving people, those 67 people, one of those particles so that they could help him prevent the end of the world. That was all just a completely different thing. The boys is essentially like the Marvel and DC universe. So there's a world where superheroes are, they exist. They're actually the, they're actually an, uh, created because in World War Two, Nazis accidentally created a uh, compound called Compound V. And if you give a pregnant woman enough Compound V, they will give birth to a baby with extraordinary abilities. But often, when a woman gives birth to one of those babies, because of the abilities... friggin' Nazis. Because of the abilities they manifest early in life, the female, like the, the, the woman who's given birth to them, doesn't survive. Oh. So, like Homelander, for instance, which is their version of Superman, he had laser vision straight away. So as soon as he opened his eyes, he he seared his way out of his mother, and they developed faster as well. Homelander, I think, is like only like twelve in the comics, but he looks like a forty-year-old. Gross. But he's like been forty for a very long time. Um, but anyway, so the TV well, he's program. Not twelve then? No, he he was he, when he went like you know Jack from the film Jack, starring Robin Williams. Yeah, directed whereas, by Francis Ford Coppola. Directed by Francis Ford Coppola, who's, who's masterpiece. Francis Ford Coppola's masterwork. Who's eleven, but he looks Pope forty. He's eleven, but he looks forty. Yeah, it's just like that. Yeah. But he stays forty. He doesn't become really old and go to college uh. like him, Jack. Um, anyway, so the boys. So um, yeah, in this world, superheroes essentially go unchecked, and they're all 
owned by a company. So imagine if you had X Men and you had and you had the Justice League and you had all those other divisions. They've actually got a group of X Men called the Z Men, but they're all created by Voight Industries. They are all manufactured. So each time that they create a Didn't hero, you say they were manufactured in the Umbrella Academy. No, don't start. And <laughs> it's not that similar. There's all these shows that too it's many. It's really of them. easy to understand the difference. All right. So anyway, so um, Huey, we we meet Huey. And Huey's the main character. Lewis and the News. Yeah. He's originally, he's portrayed as a Simon Pegg type. And in fact, he is drawn like Simon Pegg in the comic. A Simon Pegg type. Yeah. And like so, Ashens. Yeah, essentially like Ashens. And in the series, what's really funny is that Simon Pegg actually came and played Huey's dad, which is nice because he was always aware that in the boys he was drawn, like it was drawn after. I've got anyway, Sean of the Dead comic. Yeah, it's a good comic actually. You got the image one, yeah? I got the original is one. Is it the image or dynamite? I can't remember who released it. The good uh, one. Dynamite, probably? Yeah, the image. I don't know, it's right there. It's underneath oh, Hellboy. Who? It's a red one. It's underneath, it's underneath Hellboy I above the... I don't give a fuck. I'm talking about boys. I'm talking about the boys. Transformers. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so um, Huey's girlfriend is eviscerated when a speedster accidentally runs through her during the day. <laughs> and like he's left just holding her wrists and there's just basically a blood pool that is like flying through the air. And he's like, well, okay, this is dog shit. And he is um, essentially because because his, his fiance died, he's tracked down by Billy Butcher. Billy the Butcher, who is this British bloke who uh, who has his own hatred for for soups, and it's based on uh, well, I, I I guess it's Manchester Black. I could just I could just go into fucking details. It doesn't matter, does it? Um, so so Billy the Butcher, he he thinks that um, Homelander, the big Superman guy, um, raped his wife, and she disappeared a few days later. She basically she came home, told him what happened. He he lost his mind. And she just disappeared. It sounds and he an thinks, awful lot like Manchester she, Black's backstory. He thinks that she's killed herself. Yeah. And so he's on this one-man tear-away fucking I want to annihilate Homelander, the most powerful man in the world. He has this personal vendetta against him and he is going to kill him. So he assembles a team and they have previously formed together, but once they got close to doing anything that would hinder the soups or even taking the soups out or doing anything that would affect them, the soups found out and they killed the director of their little organization's kids. So she she ended it and Billy started a new relationship with the FBI and sort of basically started feeding them intel from stuff that he found out. But it was never as effective as his team. So he's looking to get the team back together and looking to really, really send a message to the superheroes because they are out of control. It's like, it's like if you gave superpowers to anyone and you intended only to use them as a marketing tool but then one day you needed them in a crisis and you sent them out without any training and, you know, they just couldn't do shit. Like, there's a scene in which they they fly up because a plane is taken over by terrorists. It's kind of like a uh, when it was written, it was around the same time as 9-11, so they used 9-11 as an example of what would happen if there were superheroes. So Superman flies up, tears the door off, everyone gets their oxygen masks on, he goes and he kills one of the terrorist people, and then there's another terrorist in the cabin, and as he pulls the door away, the terrorist goes go away or I'm going to shoot this guy. And the superhero goes, don't shoot him or I'll kill you. That's basically what's happening here. And the guy goes, I die for Allah or whatever it is, whatever they say in the fucking comic. And he shoots the pilot and then Homelander lasers the terrorist, which completely fucks the plane. So they've got a plane full of people and Homelander refuses to save anyone. And he's there with another person. It's their version of Wonder Woman, which is uh, Maeve. And she says, let's just take one or two. Let's just take one or two. We can save the kids. We can fly down. You can still be a Couldn't hero. Just... 
and fly he, the plane down like Superman. Well, they would. can't because it's all broken. Oh yeah, no, he 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 is quite realistic in the situation. He says, "There's no traction. There's nothing for me to lift it against. I can fly because I can fly. The science of me flying doesn't mean that I'm still able to lift something in the. I still need to be on the ground to lift lift a heavy thing. I can't just fly underneath it. There's two of them in there. Well, she can't fly. They just, she, yeah, but they're strong. She flew yeah. him up. Both strong. Yeah. Yeah, get onto the wings, pull the flaps up and guide it down yeah, using they the flaps. they don't think that. It's just completely fucked. Yeah. They're terrible. That's the whole point. They're bad superheroes. Just give it a shot, put in the stick. But they don't... He doesn't want to. He doesn't care about human life. That's kind of another thing is like, he is a sociopath. Even Dr. Manhattan would have saved them. Well, yeah, but Dr. Manhattan would have turned the plane to a big old balloon. <laughs> they would have landed and then you make a candy floss. Just teleport everyone and out then and then they'd explode vomit everywhere a bunch and half of them would die. People. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'd accidentally cut his hand and they'd all just suddenly become radioactive skeletons. He can't cut his hand. He's not a physical entity. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he's energy. fucking don't understand Sorry. Watchmen. Look, right, I've read the Doomsday Clock, so I understand Watchmen more than you do. Oh, noob. God. No, there's, there's only one Watchmen comic. Bloody noob. There's only one Watchmen comic. I've got the I've got the four-hour cut of Watchmen, the film, by Zack by Snyder. Anyway, so, yeah, The Boys, a TV series, it follows a similar plot. There's some twists and turns. Huey's been changed to this gangly American guy instead of a Scottish guy. and uh, But other than that, the teams stay pretty much the same. Um, the first suit they focus on is Translucent Man. Um, they somehow manage to knock Translucent Man out. Actually, to be fair, Translucent Man sort of follows Huey because Huey plants a bug for Billy because he approaches him about that. Basically, there is, there is plots, there's reasons, there is action, and action has a reaction. And that reaction is one of the suits goes after Huey. Uh, Butcher manages to save Huey. But at the same time, they're then stuck in a situation where they've got a super superhero who has invulnerable skin and can turn invisible and is super strong, trapped in a cage just about. And while they've got him trapped in the cage, Homelander is looking for them. And you've got to imagine Homelander, Superman again. He is essentially all the power of Superman, super strength, can fly, laser vision, X-ray vision, super hearing. And he is searching everywhere for this guy. And uh, and they find out that because his skin is is like a, a particular form of carbon, they just keep zapping him. With it. He's very prone to electrical electrical uh, damage, so they keep zapping him. Um, and then they eventually find a way to harm him. I won't spoil it. It's actually really good. Very harsh words. Yeah, it, well, it's actually it's actually a really good series. I really enjoyed it. It's not as it's not as gross as the comics are. The comics, they literally go to, like, there's baby eating and there's, like, some really fucked up shit. Nice. Um, there's, like, this whole thing where the Homelander, um, he keeps having these blackouts and someone sending him pictures of him doing horrendous, awful shit. Oh, sweet, like Serbian film. Yeah, like worse than Serbian film at some point. Serbian film's beautiful. I yeah. love that film. Um, so he he keeps getting these pictures and he thinks he's going insane and Voight Industries, the company that, like, look after him, they've actually checked the pictures to make sure they're not faked. And all this other stuff, and they're like, these are real. This is you doing this horrific shit. What is going on? He's like, I don't know. I, do, I, do, I don't fucking know. I have no idea. And he's just going more and more insane. And eventually it builds up that he starts, he starts like this movement to try and take over America. Because basically, although there's only like two, three hundred superheroes in the whole of the world, the fact that there's two, three hundred superheroes, like actual, like, hmm. they could fuck up a country by themselves, superheroes. And in this, there's a really nice. So in the in the comics, there's this whole thing because again, it's set around nine eleven. There is a terrorist aspect to it, so there is like this this whole um, this whole fear of like a rising power. In that, it turns out that Voight have actually been 
creating superpowered terrorists. Oh, because they figure it be well, they figure it be a really good publicity stunt to have their superheroes go against terrorists that like so they can like a bit like Captain America. But imagine if they really got it fucked up and they made super Nazis. So they, they could did. Show, so Captain America beating someone up, you know, like it, and that's really that's like that's kind of probably the best example I can give for the comics. But in this, it turns out that Homeland is actually. Since he's since he's you know been around for a while and he's had access to Combat and V, he's actually been injecting people's babies in the Middle East to create these superheroes that can explode but then survive the explosion. So they're like they're like suicide bombers that can mm. repeatedly blow stuff up. Um, that and, seems pointless. That seems very unnecessary. Oh, I mean, you know, it's what would you do if you had the mind of a child and you were unlimited power and you just thought whatever I want to do, I'm going to do. What Play would with you do toys. if you pardon? Play with toys. I'll just play him with Transformers. I don't think he he likes play some Tran- Mario. I don't I don't I don't think he has those same same ideas. Also, humans are his plaything. He loses his mind. He's actually insane. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. It's an Amazon TV show, so it's got all the money in the world behind it, and I've really enjoyed it. I I do recommend it to most people mm. because although it's a bit violent, it does. It's like. It's sort of a weirdly nice detox from like superheroes always being like, we've got to save the world and put everything behind us. It's more like, eh, I fucked it. But I mean, if everyone just dies, then I won't need to worry about it. It's a bit like Brightburn if, you know, he started out good and he was good for many, many years. And they just went, you know what? Humans are insects. I'm going to kill a bunch of people. I think superheroes being bad has been done a lot. I know, but superheroes being bad is usually just they are supervillains. I mean, you... You love your injustice and all that bollocks. Yeah, but injustice is Superman. It's him just being like. Well, I like. So, so you mentioned injustice, and that's that's quite a good example of just like someone taking an established canon and just going like, "What would happen if this happened?" Um, I mean, have you read Old Man Logan? No. No. Okay, so Old Man Too Logan. Too many comics. <laughs> so Old Man Logan has a really nice, uh, nice. Um, idea in it basically Logan has not popped his claws in years it's like the whole samurai thing because Logan is linked to samurais and, and westerns and that sort of thing every every time there's a story there's something to do with, with something like samurais and things so he hasn't popped his claws for for years and years and years and he's being terrorised by the Hulk gang um, who are basically the Hulk has taken over Bruce Banner so it's Bruce Banner's body but he's got all the Hulk's power and strength he's just this old gross man who fucks his kids to make more kids and they all come out like big gross Hulk monsters. Oh, actually, no. Sorry, he's having sex with She-Hulk, his cousin. The, the Old Man Logan's not a good comic, <laughs> but has a really good idea in it. So, um, you know how, you know how um, Spider-Man's rogues gallery, they've got like powers and stuff that Spider-Man has learned how to overcome? One of the characters who most recently has had a lot of play is Mysterio. And it's the idea that Mysterio can affect scent and vision two of the things that Logan relies on when hunting or fighting people. Mm. And so he basically, Logan comes into the expansion and he sees all the mutants slaughtered and a bunch of villains standing around like smiling garishly at him. And he just, he just goes complete like berserker fury and kills all of these villains in this room. And he stops only when everyone is dead, when it's literally just mulch and, and just blood and viscera everywhere. And he goes, I didn't realise they hadn't been fighting me until I'd stopped killing them. Oh. And then Mystique floats out and is like, Logan, you've killed your own. And then he like removes the thing and it's like all the gas filters away. 
And it turns out Logan's literally killed every single X-Man. Yeah. It's just everyone's dead, including like Colossus. He's just eviscerated everyone. And then like he replays the events in his head. And it's almost like it, it removes the filter and like he sees himself like just killing. And like people even like Cyclops aren't firing lasers at him. They're just like, Logan, what are you doing? What are you doing, Logan? And he's just slicing them down. And it's a really tragic, but what a fucking genius idea. Just switch the villains up. Because... You've got to remember that Marvel in like the 60s, 70s, every time they created something, they weren't like, oh, look at this, check this out. These villains are going to be great when we face them up against the Hulk. They're always like, oh, yeah, Spider-Man will fight Kangaroo. Spider-Man will fight the Spot and like people like that. So it's really interesting that, you know, you just switch the villains up a little bit. You make that lateral move to the right or the left and they could be a better villain for another character or they could be just completely effective like like Mysterio. Comics are terrible now. I like comics now. I still like comics. I mean, I think I think some of the best writing right now is in comics. You take a look at stuff like The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead, the TV program, is pretty dog shit most of the time. But then you look at the comics, and they've been fairly consistently good for the last, what, 12 yeah, years, 13, now. 14 years? No I more. Know. I know. And I've read the last issue, and it's good. No. It's good. It's interesting. Did it have zombies in it? Yeah, but, like, so... Um, I mean, I don't, I don't want to go on because this could be pretty boring. But general comic talk, I guess, could been be going on for the last twenty minutes. Um, so the last issue is all about Carl being grown up because because Rick dies. Rick dies towards mm. the end, um, and so Carl's grown up. So is um, so is everyone else. And Maggie's son, Herschel, is uh, he's like a, a traveling salesman, but he instead of him selling stuff, he has zombies like an attraction. So he has them like chained up and he brings them out and basically they're just having this like, ooh, look at the past. And there's a bit of danger and people sort of get excited by it. Um, one of them wanders onto Carl's land and Carl thinks it's just a zombie out wandering through his field. So he kills it before it can hurt his daughter or his wife. Um, and then there's a court hearing because it's destruction of property because they belong to Herschel. And it's like zombies are so rare near towns and things like that that people don't see them as a threat anymore. They now see them as these zombies are property so people can have them as an incentive so it's almost like animals in a circus and so he's got these three zombies and one of them's dead and Carl this goes to choose to end walking dead but yeah this is the whole point like so you see all your old characters so Michonne's mayor of a town and Maggie's president of the United States because she's built the towns and the villages that have built together to make a society you haven't read the walking dead comics in a long time have you this sounds like it's gone completely off the rails. Well, okay, so... Do they go to space? <laughs> I wish. Um, I mean, I don't... Do we have time to go into what's happened in The Walking Dead no, since the first issue? No, okay. not really. But it's a really nice issue, and it's kind of like... it's. Um, what's nice is that it shows that society sort of did start going back to the more dreary and bullshitty sort of stuff. But that's both a sign of complacency with within this new world but it's a, also it's a sign that things are becoming safe again so it's it's safe enough that you can sweat that weird little stuff and like court cases and things like that still happen and that's meant to be reassuring but at the same time meant to be aware that you know the dead have been defeated because that stuff can happen not defeated defeated they still exist but Anyway, your review, Ant. Oh, sorry. Um, the boys and uh, the boys and uh, and uh, I reviewed. You just reviewed the boys. Just reviewed the boys, didn't I? Yeah, the boys. Yeah, but you Amazon... just keep going off on tangents. The, so the boys and Amazon, Amazon TV series. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to give it to Tom Atkins, but I'm going to give it to Tom Atkins and say it's not for everyone. But I think most people will enjoy it. I, I think that it's not really a binge series. I'd say watch watch a few episodes 
and then maybe watch a few more another night. Just give it some time to sort of set in. Because there are some really, really good episodes, and it's very gory, it's very fun. And it is quite funny. They say cunt a lot, and I like the word cunt. Um, and uh, and Billy the Butcher, he's played by Carl Urban. He's very charismatic in most of the stuff he does. Um, and he's good in this, but his accent's a bit shitty, but I kind of enjoyed it anyway. So, yeah. So, Tom Atkins. Carl Urban. Carl Urban. See, it sounds terrible. We'll just... All right, then don't fucking watch it. I won't, then. I won't, because I don't want Amazon Prime. Well, okay, Amazon I've got enough Prime. of these bloody subscription services. Yeah, you don't have Verve yet. You get that no, now. No, I'm not going to get Verve. You get Verve. You can, get, you can suck a dick. What, Verve? It's yeah. an app. You can't suck a dick. Wait. No, I can't suck a dick. You have to put it near a dick. I have to put it near a dick. Yeah. Oh, I got burned. I think you'll find I'm filet mignon, because I was burned. Hmm. Like Guy Fieri. Your review, Ant. Right, what am I going to review? I don't know. Um, Marvel Armour Lines 3? Yeah, I guess. Yeah? Yeah. I'm playing that? Yeah. I've been playing that. I've been playing that. Yeah, you're really bad at it, aren't you? I'm terrible pretty good at it. Yeah, you're terrible. Pretty good at it. Got, haven't got, got any uh, yet. Got Spider-Man. Oh, you're on the first level. <laughs> so, yeah, Marvel Armour Lines 3... <laughs> It's been 10 years since the last Marvel Ultimate Alliance game, that 2009. That does not surprise me. That does not surprise me. Yeah, August 2009, they released Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. Yep. And then in October, they released the DLC, and then by Christmas, they'd removed all the DLC. <laughs> and Because um, it's Activision's whole thing of not bothering to pay for the Marvel license for too long. Um, so, luckily, it's all out of Mar- Activision's hands now, so there's a good chance this will actually sit around for a little while. Oh, that'd be nice, yeah, it's published by Nintendo, and weirdos seem to think it's coming out on PC, but it's not, because it's published by Nintendo. Who the fuck thinks it's going to come out they on don't PC? Know, they don't know. Lord knows. They think, oh, yeah, it's definitely coming out on PC. People are fucking morons. Team Ninja. Can we name any games Team Ninja have made on PC? Ninja Not Blade? many. There's, like, two. Neo? They, they've released Dead or Alive 6. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> I think wait. there's a Ninja Gaiden they ported to PC. No, wait, as well. um, Ninja Blade? Ninja Blade, that didn't come on PC. Did it not? No, it's Xbox 360 exclusive. They made a massive deal about it. It was oh, a piece of shit. I... What? Anyway, what? Marvel No, Ar- wait. Let's deal with this. No. It's Fuck a QTE you. bollocksy game. It's a great game. Anyway, so Marvel Alliance 3, it's, it basically feels like it's they haven't missed a step. It's just jumped straight in where the last one was. Karen, it's got no continuity with the previous games. <laughs> yeah, it does not. But um, it doesn't really need to. It's it just needs to be a big threat. itself. It's yeah. Like... <laughs> doesn't need to have continuity with the previous games because, like, you know, it's... There wasn't really much going on with those previous ones. There was a teaser at the end of Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 for a sequel thing. That was, Galactus, wasn't it? Um, Galactus actually turns up at the end of the first one. There's a different teaser at the end of the second one. What but they the never did the anything. Well, Who was the teaser of the second one? Lord, no, I can't remember. Oh. But they had a teaser, I can't remember now. It was ages ago, it was a long time ago. It wasn't anything to do with the Black Order and the Infinity Stone, so... No. But, um, yeah, there's... They've basically just done their own Infinity Stone storyline, and it's not trying to recreate like the movies or anything. No. Nope. Character-wise, they've kind of picked out a roster of characters that loads of people are going to know from the films and stuff, but they've not necessarily characterised them like the ones from the film. No. But I'd probably I've... say the Guardians of the Galaxy are more like the cartoon versions. I would say them. they've gone out of their way not to. There's a couple. Like, the guy who does the voice of Iron Man is, like, spot on doing a Robert Downey Jr. impression. Isn't his brother? Uh, no. Robert Downey Jr.'s brother? Yeah. You're thinking of Tom Hanks with his brother. No, I'm thinking does of all Tom Robert Hanks Downey Jr. Robert Downey, Robert Downsy Jr. <laughs> Robert Downsy Jr. Yeah, he goes, Iron Man. Yeah. Um, Bobbity Downby do you? No, freaking, they got, Nolan North is doing Deadpool again. Now, they've pulled out a lot of the voice actors, you know. Like, yeah. Nolan North doing Deadpool, he's also doing Rocket Raccoon. Um, is he? Yeah. Oh. Um, Yuri Lonefall's doing Spider-Man. 
So I guess he's now the Spider-Man guy. Yeah, because he was the one in the, after the in PS4 the game. One, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's it's very much just the same old dungeon crawling bash and bash stuff. Um, people, I remember people moaned that Marvel Online 2 didn't have much stat management stuff in it, and it's like it did. <laughs> I don't know what they were talking about. They just they just put quick menus in that yeah. you could manage stats with. You didn't necessarily have to go into a menu to manage your stats on that, but it was still there. Um, this one does it less on a character level. It's more like your team stats. So you get this grid, this hexagonal grid thing that you gradually build up, and you like um, buy like little points on it to build up your team's hit points and their stamina and their ability to regrow energy and stuff like that. And, you know, certain other buffs appear on it. Mm-hmm. That splits off into six parts and each part's themed around a different thing with a major buff once you fill that part off. Yeah. Um, there's also things like each character has four moves and you can build up the powers on those. It shows four different power levels, but there's actually a secret fifth level. <gasps> It's weird. It does. It feels a bit mobly in that sense. Yeah, it's all it's all builds up as you play along. There is a whole bunch of like different f- things on there that you need to use. But mm. um, I still haven't used. There's like there's like two warp things you get for building up your characters level. And you start picking up the ones ones earlier that you won't use until you get to the last level of their abilities. Okay. So it's just it's just building them up now. Um, but there's also things like you get ISO eight, which is um that was a thing in. Puzzle, Mark, quest. Puzzle quest, yeah. yeah. Um, it's crystal well, it's things actually, that it's a thing it's, in the comics, as yeah. Well. Yeah, but it gives them extra powers and stuff, and you can attach those to the characters. That's your way of manipulating individual characters' stats a little bit. So you can chuck it on a character to boost their vitality or their strength and stuff like that, and then you can upgrade those individually by paying loads of money, you know, in-game money, stuff like that. Of course, in-game um, money. I can't see Nintendo patching in microtransactions for it. They've they've got a season pass, and that's it, haven't they? Because they're going to do three sets of DLC character. Then it's going to be two free characters unleashed at the end of the month. Yeah. Because um, they're going to do Colossus and Cyclops as DLC mm-hmm. for free. The first pack's going to be Marvel Knights. It's going to be um, Michael Moon Morbius. Knight. Yeah, Moon Knight, Blade, and someone else, Conbrew. Yeah. Um, Blade? There's a Fantastic Four pack as well, and there's going to be an X-Men what? pack after that. Oh. Yeah. Um, with the characters, like, there's a good set of characters in there. Um, I've been using Miss Marvel a lot. Miss Marvel, like... She's very good at just smashing enemies to the ground. Oh, really? With a big, powerful moves. Because I like Miss Marvel. Um, I like how the moves synergize together as well. Because in the previous one, it was always like you hold the right button, press a face button, do your special move. On this one, the top right button does that, but the bottom one makes you synergize with another character who's got a compatible move. Yeah. So there's things like Deadpool can fire his guns and Spider-Man can spin around and send the bullets firing all over the place. Oh, cool. Um, which is a cool thing to do. Yeah. Um, and you can do that with your ultimate moves as well. You just smash... Yeah, you could do the buttons multiple Show the buttons times. multiple times yeah. to do it. Big move. Um, it's better than the way the ultimate moves were in the second game because they were like... In that game, it was like... Yeah, the directional button, didn't you? You had no. to use the D-pad to do stuff. No, in the second game, you'd have... Certain characters would have slashing charge moves and stuff like that. And when you did a synergy move together for your ultimate, it just basically made two characters run around together. Oh. And you guided them through the enemies to smack people. It's a oh, bit weird. Oh, yeah, 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 the weird... Oh, yeah, the first one had where it was just your character does his ultimate move and attacks. Yeah. Um, but this is more like that, but you can make all four happen at the same time and crash the shit out of everyone. Um, but it's nice that they made it so the moves can interact with each other. I think that's kind of neat. Mm. Send like a funnel of air smoke fire at people and things like that. Good stuff. It's often throwing all sorts of shit all over the screen. Frame rate has a little hit every now and again, but it generally it's pretty... Pretty smooth, a hiccup but, here and there, doesn't yeah. it? Um, but really, really fun game so far. The only thing I'm really missing is there's no um, hub worlds in it. You get the occasional moment where you've got one of the saved points and there's a couple of characters around to talk to 
and that's about it. But there's no like hub stages to give you downtime between the levels. No, you sort of just go into them, don't you? It feels like it's a, it doesn't give it the impression it feels like more of a continual story than the previous ones because the previous ones were a bit stop start. But hmm. those hub worlds were like there because the levels were like an hour long at a time. And it gave you a chance to stop off and do something else. Yeah, this you've got those, going on. you've got weird little CGI, uh, not CGI. You've got little, little FMVs between, haven't you? Yeah. So you've got like the stage that the only stage I've managed to do so far is the first the first one where you've got the Guardians of the Galaxy and you go from there to the prison because he uses the space stone to think yeah. of a safe place and he goes to the prison. And yeah. then from there you've got you meet Spider Man and you meet because you go to the raft, don't you? Uh, yeah, you're on the yeah. raft. Yeah, but um. Yeah, it's all just like it's nice stuff. I really like it. I like the I like the look of it as well. Yeah, but I saw people saying, "Oh, they've gone all cartoony and stuff." Uh, if you were a real it's fucking nerd, you would know that the Marvel Ultimate Alliance series was meant to be cel shaded. It was a sequel to the X Men Legends series, which are both cel shaded. Oh, and the third Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the third game in the series, was originally cel shaded when it was previewed. Oh, really? They changed the graphics at the last minute to give oh. it a more realistic look. For the Xbox the... 360 and PS3 versions. Oh, those ones. Because oh. they wanted to make it look more, and then they, you know, went back to the previous gen versions as well. But they, they literally just turned off a cell shading filter and just used the same textures. Changed the borders. Um, but no, it was always meant to be cell shaded looking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good set of cats. And the only thing I feel like they could do with more tanks in the game, although Miss Marvel surprisingly quite tanky. Um, oh yeah, because she's super powerful. She's rubbery. Um, oh, you took a kid in the car. Yeah, Marla Khan. Carol Danvers. She's Captain Marvel. Yeah, she is. Sorry, fucking idiot. You piece of shit. I've read all those comics as well. I still. (sighs) I like they put um, Gwen Stacy in there and you know Spider Gwen -Gwen, and Miles Morales. Lots of spiders. There's four, isn't there? Um, Spider Man, Venom. Venom. Yeah, no carnage or whatnot. Um, I've unlocked almost all the characters now. I must be right Mm. near the end of the game. There's only like four left for me to unlock. One of them, I know. I'm pretty sure you get after you finish it, which is Thanos. But um. But there's like, yeah, there's 30-something characters and all. Okay. 35 are shown inside the booklet, cool. but there's a couple more that aren't on there. Oh, they're hidden ones. Um, but yeah, I saw some people saying, oh, there's not enough characters in there. And I'm like, there's more characters in this game to start with than the previous two had, even with DLC. Yeah. Like, the first game tops up at about 24 characters. Oh, and also, the other games, it was... So you've got a few different, like, differentiating characters. From what I've heard, I still have to... I'm not going to give this an official review today because I I need to go into it more. I need to play it more. But an official review. Sorry, I'm not going to give this a proper review. Sorry, official. 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 Um, I'm not going to give this a proper review because I, I I haven't played enough to make a proper judgment. But um, from what I can tell, like they have gone out of their way to make characters a little bit different. So Miles Morales could just play like Spider Man, but instead he's got like electrical like a, yeah, a space attack. Spidey powers with more. Yeah. Yeah. But um. I know it's Deadpool isn't as overpowered as he was in the previous games. Actually, it was super overpowered before. In the previous ones, you could tank anything. His healing power take care of it. Yeah, I know. Um, because he had that power, power where like, you could kill something, and as you killed something, you gained health. It's no, uh, you're thinking of Blade. Blade no. could suck health from people. So could, so could Deadpool. Deadpool just you know, uh, who's the one who did recently a video on Marvel Ultimate Alliance one and two? Me. No, you didn't. Yeah, you liar. I did. No, you didn't. You did, and I think you'll find that Deadpool was a character. Yeah, he was a character. But, um, and then you killed him. Yeah, there's um, also there's like alternate costumes to unlock in the game, except they're just palette swaps. Are they? Yeah, they're not actually oh. proper costumes. Everyone's got one palette swap. That's fucking dog shit. Because yeah. that was kind of the best thing about the old ones, was that you could get stuff like the ultimate. Yeah, everyone had four stuff. costumes in the old ones. 
Well, in the first one, they did. And yeah, there were proper costumes as well because you had like Ultimate. You had like you had some of them had their their um, their sixteen, sixty, ninety nine, or whatever. They had really clever. They had a good variety in mm. the old ones. But um, after playing Spider Man, you're having like shit tons of costumes that you just unlock in that game. Like, there's no download content costumes other than the stuff that's included with the season pass story add on stuff. Yeah. Um, just having like palette swaps is a bit lazy. It feels. Um, like I think the Spider Man one's like meant to be armored Spider Man, but it's just a palette swap of him that makes him have those colors. Oh right. So it's like it's it's half ass sort of thing. I would prefer proper costumes. Like even if it was just one proper costume for each character, that's still that's still more than most games do these yeah, days. Like for Spider Man, get Spider Man Noir. And like yeah. The only I think the only character who's got a proper second costume is there's like a there was a bonus code thing to get a Deadpool costume where he's wearing his chef's outfit. Oh. Because um, when you get to the X-Mansion, you're wandering around, you'll hear Deadpool singing Taco, Taco Night, and you look through the window and he's, like, making tacos. Oh. And that sets up a thing that happens later, nice. which is his entire motivation for getting involved in the story. Isn't it always tacos? Yeah. He loves tacos. Do you remember Nolan North doing the voice? Was it Nolan North that did the voice of him in his own game? Yeah, he does the voice in this. It's Nolan North in this. Yeah. It's good, yeah. Um, it's quite. There's good variety of missions as well, like... It doesn't go to as many places as the first game does. It's more like the second game. But they have had some weird... There are some areas that you wouldn't expect from these games. Like you went to the Dark Dimension with the Dormammu's Dimension mm-hmm. later on. Because um, a lot of it early on is like you go to the Raft, then you go to X Mansion. It's all very Earth-based. How is Doctor Strange to, in this? Um, used him a little bit and then got bored. But okay. um, he's got some. He's got he's got healing powers, which is, might be handy for you. Uh. Um, the AI never uses it, but you can always switch and... Fires healing I, liked, I liked his older stuff where he had like he had loads of really... he's got a move where he spins around and fires lasers out his hands like a turret which is neat in the old ones he had loads of um, loads of long range melee didn't he he had uh, like whips and stuff he fired beams and shit yeah but um there's all beams and fire and things in yeah. the old ones but there's also just the level I've got up to now is um you've been sent to hell like and you can see in the distance like hell is palace and everything oh cool which is quite neat I'm gonna hopefully she's hot like she was in 4 Ragnarok so hot (laughs) but um yeah it's nice to see those weird places in there because for a lot of the game it is still very earth based I mean you go to Wakanda but so what fucking go to Wakanda in well okay you went to it in Marvel Online 2 not in the first one but Mm. the first one though was like you'd be going to the scroll home world and you'd be going to freaking all these other places you go to the Inhumans you go to Atalan Really? The Inhumans base, yeah. It's and it's like the shortest level in the game. It's right at the start of the game. He teleports you into the ramp. Yeah, it does, yeah, yeah. Um, but you go to the Inhumans world, and it's one of those things where they're desperately, they're still desperately trying to make the Inhumans happen. And no one gives a shit. And the way it frames it in there, they know full well that the storyline they've given you puts Maximus in the position of the good guy, but he's meant to be the bad guy. Because mm. Maximus is all like, he's freeing the slaves. Because the Inhumans have slaves. Yeah, but he just wants to free. And they go, they're not, king. they're not slaves, okay? They're not slaves. They're just doing the job they were born to do. And you're like, Jesus, mate, mate, that's racist. The humans were just not very interesting. The best in human storylines were always the one with like Thanos' son, where he was trying to track him down. Oh, he's in it. Fane is in it. Yeah, yeah. Terragenesis is like a really in- interesting concept. It's just once you remove people from Earth and you put them on mm. their own designated planet, you're like. There, you can all have terragenesis, and they're all like, "That hasn't oh, we happened." Have crazy power. The game they haven't mentioned anything about humans on Earth. It's oh, all. Um, Fane is in it, but he's like come as a refugee from Oralan, which is one of the other colonies. Yeah. Um. After Thanos destroyed it, but um, yeah, it's like 
I haven't actually seen Thanos yet. They've been where I've got to in the storyline, which is probably about two thirds of the way through. I've only just seen all the Black Order and Super Giant's part of the team. Oh, really? Who wasn't in Infinity War? Hmm. Um, she's not very big. She's just a normal sized person, despite oh. being called Super Giant. <laughs> she's named after a star. Yeah. Um, I like they've done. They, I like they haven't ripped off the movie designs though. They've they've yeah, kept I like them the quite designs. Although um, the first woman that you meet, um, Proxima Midnight. midnight. Yeah. She looks a lot like uh, Hella. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the she's got the Jack Kirby style helmet. That's, that's the it, thing, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's that design, and Thor Ragnarok has a lot of Jack Kirby designs going it really on in it. Does um, I need to watch that again? I need to get it on Blu-ray. I've got Black Panther. Why haven't I got Thor Ragnarok? Thor Shagnarok, more like. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, good stuff. I'm I liking think so. it. Um, you know, I'm sure it's great in multiplayer. I'm not going to play online. Um, the Infinity Challenges things are a bit more interesting than the comic book ones they had before. So that's good. Because the comic book challenges were usually a bit rubbish. A lot of them would send you in your own. And you'd just, it'd just be a normal stage, but you'd have to fight on your own. These ones actually, they have gimmicks going on. So like you'll be fighting an enemy that's only susceptible to fusion, like, um, synergy attacks. Keep calling fusion attacks. That's what they're called in Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. Um, but yeah, I look forward to finishing it. And hopefully there's a tease for a sequel that'll happen in 10 years time. And it'll be, I don't know, published by Sega on the Ouya. Exclusive. Hmm. So many people are butthurt that it's a Switch exclusive. Well, yes, because just, the series was on PlayStation. It is in a years. much better spot with Nintendo being the ones publishing it than Activision. Because Activision are terrible with their well, Marvel look at games. Bayonetta 3. Yeah, well, Bayonetta 3 is happening. Yeah. yeah. But you look at Activision with Deadpool, the game. Yeah. Which came out on 360 for a few months, then vanished. Mm-hmm. It got a re-release on PC, then vanished. Then they remaster on PS4 and it's already off the store. And that only came out, what, like early last year? And it's gone again? Yeah. Because <laughs> they just don't, they don't seem to have any interest in paying for the license for well, no, longer just, than they need. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Meanwhile, Sony Spider-Man doing great. Yeah. Good game. The Lego Marvel games, fantastic. Lego Marvel Superheroes has a boss fight against Sandman and it is, and it's exactly the same as the one in Marvel Ultimate Lines 3. Oh, really? The yeah, one that's the, in the uh, the bank? Yeah, the boss fight against Sandman in the raft. Yeah, it's exactly the same boss fight as from Lego Marvel Superheroes. Like, you squirt water at him until he solidifies and beat the shit out of him. Same fight. Exactly the same. When I was playing it, I was just like, I've done this before. This um, feels really familiar. What was the last one I bought? I actually bought one recently. I'm waiting for it to turn up because it was... I didn't buy Marvel Super Heroes 2. I bought no. the Avengers one, but the Avengers one was more like the older Lego games. Yeah. Um, but it did still have the hub world, but you kind of didn't really explore it until you finished the game. That's it. I got... Um, so I got... I bought a copy on eBay of um, DC Super Villains. Oh, I haven't played that yet. Which is meant to be really good. Yeah. I got it on the Switch for a 10. Lego Batman 3 was good. Lego Batman 3 was good, but that came out on everything, so I ended up yeah. playing that over, like, I played it on the phone, and I played it on the Xbox, and everything else. The first Lego Batman is the best of the old-fashioned Lego games, and then I when they start doing the open-world stuff... What about New Hope? Well, Lego Star Wars. Yeah. That's Lego Star Wars, that was a trilogy, that was always a trilogy. Was it always a trilogy? Yeah, but if you go back to those old ones, they play a lot slower than the new ones. They do. Yeah, I've got um Lego Star Wars trilogy on Xbox, it's mm. it's somewhat rare, apparently. Yeah, that's a good um, game. Complete Saga, or whatever it was. But, um... Yeah, out of the out of the ones where they've got a f- big old open world map, Lego, Lego Marvel Superheroes is fantastic. The original Marvel Superheroes, I was blown away by the Lego one. Yeah, just would jump off the heli carrier. And- it was the fact you played Mister <laughs> Fantastic just become become a teapot. Yeah, and then like and then you could be Iron Man, just fly around the whole of New York. Iron Man's got like forty odd suits in it yeah. or something like just half of them. You got Heartbreaker suits and stuff, and then yeah. you got like freaking Hulkbuster and yeah, the Hulkbuster ones are yeah because they're the big 
big brick figures that they mm. had, didn't they? Because you had the Thing, you had the Hulk, you had the Hulkbuster armor, you had Thanos, um, you had you had the Abomination in there as well, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hoping this armor lines through. If I can get far enough through it, like it feels like it's building to the conclusion now. But what I really want this game to do, and I know it's not going to do it, I want Thanos to get the Infinity Gems and snap, and half your characters randomly get <laughs> removed from your roster. No, I want it to be That'd like... That'd be amazing. Do it like the comics. Take it to space. Make it cosmic. The then comics just... go a bit overboard. And Thanos isn't actually the bad guy in the Infinity Gauntlets. Nebula ends up being the bad well, guy. Well, no, no. <laughs> she goes Let's... crazy and gets the gauntlet. Why does she go crazy? Fucking... I mean, it's Thanos' fault. But... Yeah. Thanos tortures her for ages and then... then... Oh, he traps her in a reality, doesn't yeah. he? And starts torturing herself. He, yeah. burns... he makes it so that her skin never stops burning. Yeah. And the pain only intensifies over time. So it, mm. she, no matter how much she thinks she, she's in pain, she can never die either. He's, he's friends with death, isn't he, in that comic? So yeah, they keep mentioning die. death in this. Yeah, I'm hoping death turns up because that's the whole thing in um, why he wants to kill Fane, isn't it? Because he feels embarrassed that he created life, mm. like the other daughters and all that. Well, it's not just that. Like Fane aren't really his kids. Fane, if Fane manages to go through teogenesis, then so you know how Inhumans work. You've got for every one, you've got like he's a got positive. superpowers in this. Yeah, you've got a positive and you've got a negative. So Thanos believes that Fane is his positive, so he's the good version, so he could kill him, mm. or they would kill each other just by fighting. So yeah, so that's why he was like Time Cop, like in Time Cop. Yeah, when with Raoul Julia. No, Raoul Julia's not in Time Cop. Ron Silver, I know. I'm joking. The guy he touches him, he says, "No two objects of the same mass can occupy the same space at the same time," yeah. which suggests that the bad guy had a really solid diet for thirty years. Oh yeah. And so when he travelled back in time, he was the exact same weight. It's eating Raoul's Ron Silver. Mm. God, that's a terrible film. Time Cop's a masterpiece. No, eating Raoul. What? Why are you eating Raoul? Eating Raoul was the film that Ron Silver was known for. It was a comedy film. And Ron Silver's really funny in it, but the concept is so dog shit and bollocks that it's really hard to watch any of the scenes that don't have Ron Silver in it. He basically plays a detective who finds... Ron Silver is. Oh, right. Well, he plays a detective who finds out that an alien is on the earth and the alien eats people. Mm. Specifically, it's eating someone's boyfriend named Raoul and she's hired Ron Silver to find out what happened to her boyfriend. She starts dating the alien, but Ron Silver falls in love with her and he wants to save her from the alien, even though the alien hasn't eaten her yet, but he is continuing to eat people all around him. Eventually, he kills the alien, but that's treated as a hate crime. So he gets arrested and she doesn't love him because she was in love with the alien, even though the alien was going to eat her. And it turns out the alien wasn't really dead because the alien can't be killed by bullets. And then he ends up eating her whilst Ron, Ron Silver's in prison. And it's like, Ron Silver's really fucking funny in it because he is like, it's almost like one of those old pulp fiction novels, except, you know, with an alien. <laughs> it's great. It's really good. It's really good. Stop watching weird shit. I will. Anyway, your last review. I'll run out of weird shit. Ever. Eventually. Okay, my last review. I also played a Switch game, and Would you believe it? Do you believe it? Could no. you believe it? I played a Switch game. Did you? Can you guess what Switch game I played? It's one of the newest releases. It's big. It's um, bad. It's that one they've got on the Switch store where you um, have a virtual clock. What? There's like a virtual clock on the Switch store. It's just a clock. Why did anyone pay for that? I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of random shit on the Switch store. It really is. Uh, no, I've I've been playing um, I've been playing Wolfenstein Youngbloods on the Switch. Youngblood. Yeah, Youngblood. that's my rap name. Yeah, uh, it's so this is a weird game, man. It's a weird game. Is it? Because I thought it was going to be a Wolfenstein game. You know what Wolfenstein games are? Shooting Nazis. Shooting Nazi games. Yeah. Uh, but this is more like a Destiny. Oh. Which is weird, right? 
Oh no, it's different. Oh, it is different. No. So, oh, um, so in, in Wolfenstein Youngblood, you are BJ Blazkowicz's children. Um, he's got two kids, and they have decided to suit up in a power armor similar to what BJ gets in Wolfenstein Two. Um, and uh, and they're going to go. They go out there as kids. Well, they go out there and they they basically they're trying to track down their dad in Paris, which is still Nazi occupied. And whilst they're out there, they plan to kill a bunch of Nazis. If they're his kids. That means that That's at least wish. one of them, their kid is going to be Commander Keen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Because Commander Keen is BJ Blazkowicz's grandson. He is. Yeah. <laughs> In canon. So um, That's canon. So And the Doom guy is meant to be related to him as well. Well, that doesn't surprise me. The Doom yeah. guy is pretty hench. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, it's, um, it's not a full price game. I think that's probably the first thing I'm going to say is that it cost me twenty-two pound, and oh, I think you, you and can, your dodgy sites. Again. I think you can buy it. You can buy a digital code for around twenty-two pound. That's not a dodgy site. That was uh, CD keys. That's a dodgy site. That's not. That's, that's not dodgy. That might be dodgy. Um, uh, CD keys. And it was twenty-two pound, or you can get it on Amazon. I think it's twenty-five pound right now, um, or on Base.com. It's twenty-five pound as well. But anyway, so it's yeah, it's it's a bit like Destiny. You've got like. So you've got a map and you can basically transport to different sections and there are four big bosses. I think they're called raid bosses in this, but there are four big bosses and you basically you just you, you complete missions in these different That's the Nazis big plan originally was just to create really big bosses. Yeah, create some fight. raids. Um yeah. so you basically you go from district to district and you travel exclusively by the hub world. There are some that are connected, but most of them you sort of you just teleport there once you're done with all your missions. Um, and uh, and you just try and clear out a few tasks for the people in the resistance to try and build up their power in the area and find out why having a good old pops, good old BJ, because he's gone missing. <laughs> BJ. Um, and <laughs> I, a lot of people haven't liked this game. Um, yeah, I saw some, really... some YouTube video. YouTube keeps trying to get me to watch, which says worst game I've ever played. Yeah, and I'm like, like fuck off. Lots mate. of people don't like this <laughs> game. And play more games. I've got. I, I mean, I have my issues with it. It's not a perfect game, and it is it is a different direction for the series to take, but. My God, the shooting is so good. That's the one thing they always get. Like the yeah, but if the game has women in it, then it's bad. The Wolfenstein games are... Well, it's, it's too political, isn't it? Yeah. Nazis. Politics. You're shooting Nazis. Politics. And some people like Nazis now for some fucking reason. Why can't it be not political yeah. like Tropico? Why can't it be not political like Robocop? Yeah. Did you see that someone said that Robocop, they were like... They were like, oh, God, you can make anything political if you want to. I bet you thought Robocop was political. Oh, that was Ian Miles Chong. Yeah, and he was and being serious. And boy, he once got Hans in his keyboard, famously, and everyone mocked him for ages. Um, he's a twat. Don't give him yeah, air. Yeah, he sounds like a cunt. Yeah, he's, he's down there with all the other twats you don't give air oh, to, like God. Stephen Molyneux, do you know, Jordan Peterson. Like, do you know one of the weird things? Like, YouTube keeps recommending some weird videos to me, and every time I say I'm not interested... They appear like a week later. Yeah. They just maybe maybe change your mind. Yeah. Maybe you want to listen to a video by The Quartering. Oh, fuck him. That guy is such a fucking bollock as well, isn't he? This is the problem though. This like the this is the major problem I have is You're talking that, about Wolfenstein. Well, yeah, this it links to Wolfenstein. So all these people they go on and they say like women should be subservient and they should fuck men and get married and all this other shit so they can have many babies and then you know all this other stuff. But all these people seem to live in their parents' house. And they they don't look like they've ever had sex. Stephen Molyneux looks like he wants to have sex so bad, he's actually starting to look like just a giant walking penis. He looks like Gollum. He does. But anyway, so that's besides the point. So, yeah, Wolfenstein 2. Uh, Wolfenstein's very young, bud. Um, on the Switch, this is phenomenal. It's not 
it's not good resolution. Like again, there are things that they have downgraded. There's any so first-person that... shoes on Switch that actually look good. No, but it does kind of look good. That's that's what I'm saying. Is well, at least none that run in a high res. Like yeah, you, it yeah. doesn't run in a high res, but it looks good and it runs okay. Mm. And that's and it's kind of phenomenal that I'm playing this game that is like not a AAA release, but is a mainline release at the same time as people have gotten it on the PS4 and the Xbox One and on PC. I'm able to play it whilst I'm on a fucking train. Ooh. I'm able to give it a go whilst you know I've got a lunch break at work. It's really weird that that's a thing now because. As much as, as much as, yeah, you're right, it doesn't look as good, and it doesn't run as, run as well as it does on the other consoles, it's still the full game. Yeah. It's like Doom running on the Switch, like, I love Doom, and that soundtrack is phenomenal. And Doom and Wolfenstein 2 both got, um, a whole bunch of patches to make them run a bit smoother, like, like they've, not like it's gonna make a massive difference, but it doesn't dip the resolution as low as often now on those ones, like, Wolfenstein 2's quite a clever port, actually. It's got a whole bunch of really clever, stuff going on in it yeah like where they shut the doors inside the um, submarine so you couldn't see the windows yeah. in the submarine so they didn't have to render anything outside it in this there's like a scene where that's some Sega Saturn level stuff there. there's a scene where you go around a corner I was mm. watching a video on this I think it was by Digital Foundry mm. where you go around a corner and like if you're playing the game on the PC you can see this massive ship mm. but on, on the um, on the Switch one they've got like a big fake wall that goes around that like was on that. Wolfenstein 2 was it on Wolfenstein 2 yeah oh okay yeah, yeah. yeah. But that was like um, Quake on the Sega Saturn did this thing where they just built extra walls and stuff yeah. into the levels so that you could never see the whole room. Yeah. Like, they changed it into even more of a corridor shooter, but it just kept the frame rate running. Yeah, it's really clever. But um, Quake on Saturn, actually. That's probably I, ridiculously expensive, isn't it? I, I really like it, and I'm... I mean, I like it. it. Like I'm saying, I really like it because, specifically, I don't get a lot of time to sit down and play video games in my room. I don't. Let's face it. You spend forever playing games. I play. A, I, I watch a lot of shit on my TV. Like when I get the chance, I'll you sit literally down and watch have it. Netflix running at the same time as you're playing games. Like you literally do the same things at the same time. Only ten quid for Quake Two, Quake on Saturn. Are you gonna buy it? Could we play Quake on Saturn? Could we play Quake on Saturn? I say it sold items. How much is it sold for generally? How cheap could I get? Anyway. So yeah, Wolfenstein on the Switch. If you're looking for, if you've already played Doom, shit, some chump paid fifty quid for it. If you've already played Doom on the Switch and you've already played Wolfenstein Two, I don't see why you wouldn't give this a go because this is, and it is like if you're a fan of Destiny or Destiny Two and you've got a Switch and you want, you want a similar experience to that. It's not got the same loot system, but you can upgrade your weapons, you can upgrade your abilities. There's some faux RPG stuff in there, and it's, you know, for twenty odd quid, you can do so much worse. And it's and it's just still do a murder. That'd be worse. It's still spectacular to me that this is a handheld game you're playing. And yet they've released the original Dooms on Switch. Yeah, and Doom they've 3. got issues. So I've scaling got, issues. So um, Doom Three is fine, but Doom yeah. One and Two has got scaling issues, well, and you need to log into Bethesda Net to play them. So so Wolfenstein Wolfenstein I played for. I've been playing. Well, I've played a lot of. I'm about ten hours in. and I'm almost done with it. I bought Doom 3 I told you I bought Doom 3 because it has Resurrection of Evil and I never got the chance to play Resurrection of Evil and it also has the Lost Levels it's the updated version in it where the yeah. flashlight's stuck to your head rather than it's stuck just... to your head or to your gun yeah, yeah. Um, and one of the things that's that's really incredible to me is that this is £7 on the Switch mm. do you know how much it cost on N- on the Nvidia Shield that I used to have mm, it was 20 quid price, wasn't it? yeah 20 quid for the BFG edition. Apparently on the Shield version, since they've updated it over the years, it's actually got slower and worse. Yeah, they had like loads of issues with um, rendering and stuff. You can't, you can't even buy it now. It used to play fine, but then gradually over the years they've updated the Shield and 
it's become more of a resource holder. So work. you know the um, the X One chip they used in the original Shield TV, mm. the one that I had a long time ago. Yeah, that thing was a fucking beast. It was like a fifty two core GPU on like a, a like a mobile chipset, basically. Yeah. And um, and people just didn't know what to do with it. So you got a lot of games that would run through the GeForce Now thing, but then you, they started finding out that you could run things like Borderlands Two would run in 1080p on that on that chipset if you just programmed it properly. So they had Borderlands Two come out and do BFG and stuff like that, uh, BFG edition, and and loads of really interesting stuff. But then they just suddenly went, no, we're not going to do this anymore, and they started releasing stuff through GeForce Now because mm. it worked so well. But I think FIFA was ported, FIFA Free, you know, like all that other stuff was ported. But FIFA- anyway, sorry. Youngblood. If you're going to get on the Switch, I I highly recommend it because it's 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 just weird that this exists. We're in a time now where this exists. Wait, and how did he have kids? Well, he has a Nazi body, doesn't he? He had the head chopped Are they off. His kids, though. Yeah. I mean, it's not his body. It's his blood. It's not his. I it's mean, his blood coursing through the the yeah. Nazi body. They're Nazi oh, kids. Well, they killed a bunch of Nazis. They made a Nazi spunk. God, that's not a sentence I thought we'd ever hear on this. But uh, yeah. saying that, I did mention the quartering, so we've got to mention Nazi spunk at some point because some that's of that what he's made out. Yeah, some of that dribbled down onto the floor and hit some some of the ooze, and then suddenly he evolved out of it. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, so uh, so yeah, I mean, it's fucking weird that this exists. I've been watching videos of like Doom and Wolfenstein Two again on on like, and I have I I basically I bought Doom Three, um, and it runs incredibly in handheld mode. Mm. looks really nice in handheld mode I haven't played it docked because I don't really play it docked very often I don't get the chance but, um, but anyway so it runs switches underneath a pile of dust and dirt no it's sitting on my pillow next to my next your friggin dock no it's sitting on my pillow um, tidy your fucking room up man. I will I just mm. hoovered it because Pingu has made a fucking atrocious mess I love him <sighs> anyway but um, but yeah I pre-ordered Doom Eternals based on the performance of this because I fucking enjoyed this so much so I thought well, Doom Eternals is going to be much the same, isn't it? I can't wait to play that. November, September? Yeah, November. November. Yeah, September's uh, Link's Awakening remake. Yeah. Yeah, got this month. done before that comes out. Um, and then October, you've got both Ghostbusters and you've got Luigi's Mansion 3 coming up. I've got Ghostbusters already. Yeah, I'm going to get on Switch. It's going to be the Wii port. I've I'm pre-ordered. going to tell them it's going to be... I've pre-ordered so much on the Switch. Stop I've stopped pre-ordering stuff. shit on PS4. Why you buy that Nintendo double thing they've got going what? on? They got the thing where it's like ninety quid and you get two because like pre-orders. So still saves you more than buying the games. Ghostbusters is twenty five quid pre-ordering. Buy new games. Link's Awakening I got for forty pound. So I pre-ordered that for forty pound. I got Luigi's Mansion for forty pounds. It's like and Doom Eternal is forty quid as well. If I buy them through the Nintendo eShop, I get them for ninety pound and I don't get a physical copy. Hmm. Doesn't make any sense. The only reason that I've got Wolfenstein Youngbloods digitally is because they didn't release a physical cart for it. Didn't it's it? really fucked me off, yeah. I'm sure it's in game. No, the box is just an empty box with a slip and a scratch code. That's nonsense. I know, it's dog shit, isn't it? Whereas I bought the cartridge. What's the lick? I've bought just the cartridge for um, DC Supervillains because it was a tenner. Is that my um, <laughs> copy of Sega? Sonic? Go on, just do it. It tastes like. Earwax still. Oh, my cum tastes like earwax, everyone. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I'm, I, I really enjoyed this. And like I said, it's not the perfect game, it's not for everyone, but. If you specifically want a shooter that's like Destiny, like those other games, and you want something new, fuck yeah, go for it. I give it, I give it a uh, Jeff Bridges. Your review, Anne? Nah. No. All right. All right. Um, Shira and the Princesses of Power. 
What did you say? Hobbs of Shaw? Hobbs and Shaw? Hobbs of Shaw. I didn't see that. No? I'm You're not going to go see it? Well, I haven't watched all the other Fast and Furious films. What? So, you know, I would, what have wouldn't you been know doing where I'm with me? your life? I'm finding out all these things about you. Watching good films. Um, you're saying there's not a good Fast and Furious film? Shira Season 3 is on Netflix now. Yeah. Um, it's not really Season 3, it's Season 2, Part 2. For some okay. reason, they split it in half. Because, you know, Part season. I, when I reviewed Season 2, Part 2, I made a point of saying this series doesn't end, it just stops. There's like an ep- the last episode of season two is like they go to Bo's parents' house and that's 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 where it ends and it ends with a cliffhanger thing where like spell with freaking spellweaver or whatever her name is shadowweaver I can't remember her name um, turns up in Adora's room and it's like ooh um, and that's where it ends but that's like that probably would have been the end teaser thing regardless mm-hmm. of whether there was an episode after but whatever they've called it season three it's six episodes long. It was really freaking good. It's like probably the best block of the Shira series they've done. Um, there's like three separate story arcs essentially. Like there's the first two, which is dealing with Shadow Weaver and stuff going on with her. Yeah. Um, ventures going on. The second block, they go out to the Crimson Wastes and they meet Huntari, who's voiced by Gina Davis, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. And they have a little adventure out there. They find a big old spaceship, which was where um, Mera had come from the previous Shira. Mm. Um, you find out a backstory for she and stuff like that. You find a backstory for Hordak as well. Um, Hordak and Entraptor having like this little thing where he's kind of, he's, he's sort of enjoying having someone who enjoys making science stuff with him and, and she sees all his flaws and stuff and she's like, you know, being a positive force for him. She makes him an exoskeleton because he's like, he's all dying. He's got corrosion and stuff because Hordak's a clone. Um, that's a thing in He-Man and she in she in Old Law. Um, but you find out his backstory about how he's like Ethereum is this planet that exists in its own pocket universe. There's no stars in the sky and stuff like that on Ethereum. Yeah. That's been a whole thing. They, cause they don't believe there's other planets. And it's because the planet was put through a portal years and years ago to save it from, um, Hordak's, well, his boss's villainy, villainous empire that's destroying the universe. Okay. Yeah. So the backstory of Hordak is that he, there's a leader called Horde Prime. Who's the ruler? He's like Darth Vader, Emperor type thing, ruling the entire galaxy. Um, that's the world where He Man exists in. Little little thing. Eternia is a planet in there. It's one of the last planets resisting it. Skeletor's meant to be, you know, the guy leading the fight, attacking that area. Um, and Hordak's a clone of Horde Prime, and he's dying. And he wants to make a portal to get a message through so they can come through to Etheria to finish the job and take him out. Um, but she builds him his exoskeleton, Entraptor does, and it's basically like a redesign of his original costume. So it's got the, like the neck bit coming around his head and all this sort of stuff, and he's super strong now and things like that. Yeah. Nice stuff. And the last two episodes, like it goes full on Evangelion ending where everything <gasps> goes, you know, it's reality's being breaking apart and um, Adora has to find a way to save the world to stop reality being destroyed because the portal got activated by Catra. And there's like nice growth for the characters in there, like Catra still is continuously blaming Adora for everything and Adora's just like no you fucking pulled the lever on the on the portal thing that's your fault you, you're the one who did this blame culture in like, our anime fucking sort it out bitch um, but yeah I'm, I'm freaking good series I feel like they've forgotten some of the other princesses in this half of the series you only see like Mermister and um, the Ice Girl whatever her name is a couple of times they seem to have completely forgotten Spinnerella and the other ones that were in the first series is it because they're having trouble sort of finding a way to work them into the series do you think possibly or? yeah 
But um, I think there's a whole thing because they split it into two six-episode arcs. They didn't know what to do with the characters and stuff. Because yeah. that's one thing I liked in the original She-Wa is there was always a shit ton of monsters and villains and heroes. They've whittled it down a lot in this. Um, you I know. think we had the conversation before that it was more like He-Man. Well, He-Man had a shitload of villains and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, it was more like that series was more like He-Man back in the day, but He-Man for girls. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a spin-off. Hmm. It's linked to it. She-Ra's He-Man sister. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, She-Ha. Scorpia has a lot of stuff going on. I like Scorpia. She's awesome. Um, the, the whole episode where Catra and Scorpio are in the Crimson Waste and they're hunting down some First Ones tech, which obviously, of course, She-Ra's already there. Um because he always is. She's yeah. always ruining everything for Catra. Yeah. Um, Scorpio and Catra have a nice little thing where they're enjoying each other's time in the company. They're having a good old da- time together. They're just enjoying themselves. But then Scorpio sort of seems to be realising that Catra doesn't really care about her, which is nice. Yeah. And they get some nice anime face from Scorpio, though. She gets all happy and gets a little cutie. I believe they call it an uwu face. Uwu face? Yeah, you know, the whole you face. No. Um... I like Scorpio. She's cool. I like all the running gags where she tries to use any piece of technology in the Ford, in the Horde's base and she can't use it because she's got massive fucking claws instead of fingers. She's like trying to open Catra's cell and she can't press the buttons properly. So it's not like Wolverine where he just used to jab stuff with his claw and he just used to yeah, that open. That's or like Robocop. Stuff. Yeah. Robocop had a USB stabbing knife. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a really good series. The animation's been top-notch in these shows and like they keep calling back stuff like Madame Raz turns up and she hasn't really been in it much. It does feel like they've forgotten certain things like um, she was horse, wind thingy, whatever it's called. Um, they seem to have forgotten that thing talks or even that exists. Mm. Um, and she really doesn't turn into She-Ra that many times in this series. Like, uh, probably like not even once per episode. I think there's a couple episodes where she never even actually manages it. So I guess they're relying on keeping her weaker for moments because they have started boosting up. She's discovering She-Ra's powers and it is getting to the level it was in the original cartoon where she'd just heal people and fucking fix anything with her powers and her sword could turn into anything and all that sort of stuff. Because you um, should be like able to turn to like a whip and stuff, right? All sorts, yeah, shields and all sorts. Yeah. And that. Um, the big finale is just a big old action thing with the portal and everything and bring it all together, but it's sort of bittersweet and tragic because a character dies. Um, but yeah, they've they've done a really good job with the series, and the third series is apparently well, fourth series is apparently coming early next year or something. So you know, good times, more She-Ra. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to bring in more characters, and I want them to possibly set up some um, He-Man lore. Maybe this would be a fun laugh and joke. Why not tie into the two thousands He-Man series and make out this is the other side of that story. Because that series ended with um, hints at Hordak and Horde Prime appearing. There was a whole thing in the last series of that where Skeletor was trying to, like, there was Evil Lynn was planning to bring Horde, Hordak through to the dimension. Yeah. In order to, like, you know, complete some evil task and stuff. And Skeletor pulls down the castle that was going to be the, the portal. And that how, that's how the series ends with Skeletor basically stopping oh. Hordak coming through. Um, they knew they, I think they found out halfway through that series they were getting cancelled so they were just like you know what let's just fucking kill this block Fred destroy everything Skeletor kind of ends up saving the day um, but you could do that flick it around or alternately introduce He-Man and make it hyper macho like ridiculously cartoonishly macho and not just in like the way the show has I want I want you know like in Ren and Stimpy when they draw a really muscly man and it gets a up close detail and it's all like friggin massive veiny muscles and hairs and stuff. 
I want I want a He-Man that is that He-Man because that's apparently what everyone wants. That's what all the weirdos want, isn't it? They're upset that She-Ra's not muscly and tall and elegant and stuff. They 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 want her to be buff and strong because that's their childhood, says the men who apparently watched She-Ra when they were kids in their forties. If you watch She-Ra when you're a kid, you're in your you you're either knocking on forty or you're in your forties. You shouldn't be getting worried about a cartoon that's on Netflix. Oh, they want to jerk off to it. Maybe. That's literally why they were pissed off. They were just yeah. like, bring back our She-Ra that looked like a little girl that was feminine. We want to fuck it. Every single one of the women in that old show had the exact same body type because it was easy to animate over. Yeah. That's the reason. And they all look different in this one. There's a nice diversity to the character designs. And, you know, I like Hordak. He's got a bit of that Hitler youth haircut that's going around these days, but, you know. Oh, what, short, short shaved. Well, it's shaved at the sides and he's got the hair that, flops down a I fucking bit. hate that haircut because people yeah. get that in the winter and they're like oh it's just cool it's like your fucking head is so whenever cool. I get my hair cut I do say I want the sides short and stuff but not so short that like a Nazi short back and sides slightly yeah. longer on top yeah always with uh, scissors never with clippers yeah freaking Richard Spencer freaks yeah I don't want that shit but um yeah really good series of Shiva. I enjoyed the shit of it it doesn't have a big gay ending like the first season did which was one of the most glorious things to yeah you said on. before that, that was that was one of the funniest things about literally it was... a t- rainbow tide wave <laughs> like, just crushing the enemies that was like not even subtle in the slightest that um, this one just ends with the big portal thing but yeah, it's cool nice and then and a little teaser for the next series with you here Horde Prime in a Dr. Claw fashion there's like a you just see him from behind with a robot hand yeah um, that's not a good Dr. Claw Gadget. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Next time, Gadget. Next time. You, you're you doing Wishmaster. Could do. Could do Wishmaster. That was Wishmaster. <coughs> I could do Gadget as well, but... You could do Gadget. I could do all of them, man. I can do... Uh... Oh, no, I can't. Don't worry. These are good impressions. I don't um, know. I don't know Russ really. Markwand from The Walking Dead. Huh? You know the guy who got his hand cut off in The Walking Dead and they gave him a robot hand? Where he yeah, got yeah, 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 yeah. Him. He's really good at impressions. Look at Wash Markwand on um, YouTube and there's like loads of videos where he's doing impressions of all sorts of celebrities. Hmm. Yeah, they just literally just feed him celebrities and he'll just pull off impression. I And not just the obvious ones. Like he does no, John no, Hamm. Who was the guy who played uh, Red Skull? Yeah, he did Red yeah. Skull's voice. There you go, yeah. Because yeah, the Hugo Even impression. Um, yeah, new series of She-Ra. Sexy. Um, I like capturing it. She goes all crazy. When the world's being torn apart, she gets like a weird thing where half her skin's like gone all into negative space and it's breaking apart. Yeah. It's kind of cool. That's disgusting. That's, That's so loud. Wet. That was wet. No, it wasn't. You just wet farted on What's my your bed. bed. Yeah. Oh. If I get up and there's like a small bloody patch, then you know it was wet. Brown. No, red. Brown trumpet. So the fresh blood. That was a brown trumpet. The fresh blood. Um, okay, well, that's the last review. Ever. Yeah, end of. Oh, finally. We're released from this hell. You done? Yeah, yeah, I'm done. All right, so thank you for listening to Critical Critic, 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 Critic Apocalypse episode 114. Um, so you're aware, you can find Ant on YouTube under Mellow Gaming. You are the most popular Mellow Gaming channel in the world right now, aren't you? Yeah, that's the action sound. When you log into YouTube and you search for Mellow Gaming, you'll find Ant, and that'll be the first sound you hear. And anything upcoming on your YouTube channel? Anything interesting? No. How about your Super Sentai Reacts? What? Your no one Super watches Senta- that. Super Sentai Yuppen... Yuppen Ranger. Yuppen Ranger. Yeah, no one watches that. Yeah? You got anything coming up on there? Probably. Loads of stuff. I've got loads of stuff recorded. I just have to edit it. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. But I don't cool. want to do it too quick, because, you know, I've got a 
drag it out because feed the audience. Well, I mean, it's it's a long way to go to record more episodes. That's true. Um, I mean, okay. literally the opposite end of the country for a channel with twenty <laughs> with thirty one subscribers. Like it's gone up. You've got thirty one subscribers. Yeah, Jesus. Um, and so your Mellow Gaming reacts. Your Mellow Gaming, sorry, your that channel. Is there anything coming up on there? I mean, eventually. What have you got? What are you thinking? There's a video I'm supposed to be doing, but um, someone's always like, let's record a podcast instead of me working on the video. Do you want me to ha- well, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, I haven't finished recording all the footage for oh, it. Oh, for so. fuck's sake. Stop trying to make me feel guilty for shit. Um, okay. Well, it's that's... Fun. Okay. And you're also, you're on Twitter at LV54SpaceMonkey. Allegedly. Yeah. And I'm on Twitter at Critapocalypse. I'm also available on YouTube at Critapocalypse. I haven't released anything yet, but I'll tell you what, spoilers... Eventually, you got a whole bunch of really short live stream archives. Oh yeah, yeah, I don't know what where I'm you doing just with like. Those. Should I just delete those? You did like half a minute of live stream and then you lost your off. connection or something. Yeah, bummed off. I've got a complete playthrough of um, Until Dawn. Why? I just I played through it whilst on YouTube. because oh. I didn't realize I was... played their new game. What one? Man and Madan. I haven't either. And they're supposed to be like an episodic thing. They're going to add more episodes to us. Oh, cool. No, I haven't played that. I'll have yeah. a look. It doesn't have um, Ward from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Is it on it? Switch? No. Oh, then I'm not no. interested. It's got... Um, yeah, it doesn't have What's-His-Face. Who's the guy who played Grant Ward in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Pendleton Ward. No, that's the guy who did Avenger Time. Um, uh, Hayden Passanero. Brett Kavanagh? Maybe? Maybe. Yeah. Hayden Rami Pan- Malek. Hayden Pantyter was in um, Thingy. Until dawn, and I got killed right at the very end. Uh, Rami Malik. Which is funny. Rami Malik. Rami Malik, yeah, sure. Rami Malik's in Until Dawn. Yeah, I know. Yeah, crazy. He's got a special ending where he's eating his, he's eating his sister. Nice. Or his friend. There's a whole bunch of them where you can kill him. I've, I killed two characters, that's all I killed. This is a, this is a perfect good. run. I didn't I was, kill anyone. I was doing good until the very end of my first playthrough. I think this is a perfect run that I've got recorded on YouTube. So if anyone wants to see a perfect run with no commentary... No, the mic was on the whole time. Oh, probably. I'm yeah. Pretty... It's just like you going... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's the fappening all over. Because of how overweight you are, you fat. You're like 20 stone. Where is this coming from? Also, I'm not. I am. I am. It's never Paul breathing heavily in the background it's of my It's me just videos. standing in the doorway going... <sighs> no, I am, I am quite heavy right now and I am very self-conscious about it. About 15 and a half stone. Is that is- it? Is two that stone, it? Two stone heavier than I should be. No, there's no such thing as what weight you should be, you, norm- you weirdo. I've got big old blubbery bits. Oh, my God. I need to get rid of them. No, you don't. I can run 100k. Just have a heart attack like the rest of us, I for fuck's sake. I can run 100k. Sake. And I've got these big blubbery bits because I've not been running 100ks. I'm go run 100k. Go on, do it now. I'm doing it on the weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. Anyway, so that's been Chris Apocalypse, episode 114. Eat a fucking donut. You eat your garlic bread. That's probably why, uh, why my body's fine. It's like we're gonna get, we might get milk in a second. You'll be like me and just eat go-ahead bars. That's all I'm eating now. Oh god. Yeah. Oh god, and your body. Okay. Anyway, you get like four raisins in each one. <laughs> Squished. It's essentially a shit Garibaldi. Um, well, that's been Critical oh, Apocalypse. Garibaldi. Garibaldi biscuit for ages. That's, well, you have. They're Garibaldis. There was a Garibaldi pub down in that pier, isn't there? Is it still there? I don't know. It's called the Garibaldi. Do they do Garibaldi biscuits? Maybe. Oh, in their pints. Yeah, dip it in the pint. Um, that's been Chris Pocalypse episode 114. 115. 115 um, as always, I've been Matt. You've been Ant. Trump fucks kids. Boris Johnson does too. Fucking cunts. Brexit's for idiots and racists and stupid. Um, 
I, I heard my, my favourite quote so far has been, not everyone who voted for Brexit is racist, but every racist did vote for Brexit. No, not every racist voted for Brexit. Some of them ticked the wrong box. Yeah, because they can't read. Because they're fucking morons. You stupid moronic Brexit cunts. Um, and as always, yeah, Trump fucks kids and also apparently kills them because he's unwilling to reform gun laws and Mitch McConnell's a cunt. Mm-hmm. And also the quartering is a shit channel. Fuck you, you stupid cunt. You just because I ranted about him on Twitter. No, no, no. I got pissed off the other day when that video kept popping back up. Oh, yeah. I blocked that ages ago. On I it. tried to. I put up no interested and I blocked you it. You can do more than that. Can you? Yeah, yeah. You have to You have to freaking open the channel up though. Oh, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Because I'll get more warnings. Mm. Oh, what a cunt. Just because you've got a beard and glasses doesn't make you intelligent. You know about him getting banned from Magic the Gathering for harassing women there. Yeah. 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 Twat. It's like all those people that say like... It's all those people that say like, oh, I'm a Super Smash Bros. expert, but I hate trans people and gay people and I've been banned from all the tournaments near me. And it's like, I wonder which one of those you should have said first. Oh yeah, you've been banned from every Super Smash Bros. tournament. How much of an... Uh, Magic the Gathering. And Magic the Gathering. Yeah, how much of a cunt do you have oh, to be I need to, to play be Smash Brothers. How much of a cunt do you have to be to get banned from one of those see. one of those tournaments? Yeah. Like a real cunt, right? You have to be a real cunt or a pedo. Mm. Oh God, they're all pro Jareds, aren't they? Oh, they're a real bunch of pro Jareds. How much you would bet that's what it was? Do you think he was? It wasn't that he was harassing kids, okay. yeah, harassing women. It was that he was harassing Spitting kids. Image puppet looking weirdo. Anyway, you're gonna say goodbye. Yeah, bye everyone. Bye, Trump folks, kids. Bye. Yeah, Trump fucks kids. Don't end the podcast with that. Okay, Trump fucks kids.